thought used to it. That's why I laughed. Yeah, it's always great. so weird. What's up, everybody? This is Carrick with ACG, and I'm here with Reg, Lord Addict, Johnny, and Idiot Doom Spiral. And we are doing the second of the best gaming podcasts this week because we gave you guys a bonus episode, which was a blast. Baseball gear, myself, Silver, Reg, um, Dopey Joe. Was that it on the last one, Reg? I think that was it, right? That was our last one. So you guys got a little special podcast from us. But this is the official podcast. We're going to be talking about Valkyrie and a couple other games. I got to cover that for Square Enix. Uh, Lord Addict did. So, and Johnny is also playing it as well. I don't know. Uh, Idiot Doom Spiral, have you checked out that Valkyrie Elysium? Or I have Valkyria? not checked that one out yet. Are yeah. we calling it Valkyrie or Valkyria? Valkyrie. Valkyrie. I, okay. I go with Valkyrie myself. That's, yeah. that's what I thought as well. I just want to make sure I heard somebody else say that. And uh, and so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Google shutting down Stadia. Um, you know, I think that was a shock to everybody. Uh, their, their, <laughs> their massive hit success, their baseball-like home run that they hit with Stadia. Here's the cool thing about that, though. Refunds, which we'll talk about. Um, we're going to talk about streaming, a little bit about VR. We're going to talk about the most important thing right now, though. Well, two important things. One... If you like this video and you're watching it on Spotify, I would love for you or iTunes to rate the video if you can. I believe iTunes currently allows ratings. I don't know if Spotify does. If they do, I would love for you to do that. If you're not a patron, it would be awesome if you came in, especially because we're demonetized. But because we've got idiot here, I want to talk about babies. What's your favorite baby in a video game? So I think it's Yakuza 6 when you shake that baby around. <laughs> and the reason why we're bringing this up is because Doom just had another child. Congratulations! I did. Oh, thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. I, I don't want to pass my warped ass DNA to other to other beings, so I haven't had a child. This is your second or third? Second, number two. S second child, man. Yes. So you had one. Yeah. It cooked long enough. You got the child. You looked at it, and you're like, "Let's let's knock this out of the park. Let's do it again." Was this on More purpose? Or less. Yeah, happy wife, happy life type of situation where. It just uh, the the opposite of, of the Tom direction. Brady is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She wanted to have another one, and uh, and I was totally open to it too. And it just kind of worked out that way uh, organically this time. So yeah, there's yeah. a little bit of an age gap. Um, seven years between seven our, years. Our That's kids. my brother yeah. and I. Seven years. Are, is oh, okay. it a boy girl? Boy boy girl boy. girl. Uh, uh, my daughter, and then my son is the newborn. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. That dude's going to get his ass kicked, man. Older <laughs> sisters and older brothers are ruthless. I lived with one. I know what it's yep. like. Lord Attic, do you have uh, siblings? Yeah, I got a brother and a sister. Older? Younger? I'm the oldest. You're so the, so did younger. you beat up on them? Uh, my brother. Uh, really so <laughs> no my hesitation. Sister. I love I'm it. No hesitation. Yeah. Well, are me, you me and my brother are actually roommates, so I, I do that to this day still. So, you know. You got it. Oh, you are roommates. I forgot. You had told me that one time. Yeah, I mm -hmm. apologize. And Johnny, brother, sisters? I can't remember. I'm sorry. No, no siblings. No, but I know Reg does. Reg has how many? One brother and one sister. Much one older. brother and one sister. A lot of mixed, a lot of mixed goings-ons here. I think, I think I'm happy that I had an older brother because I think an older sister, if she carried any of his archetypes, I would be dead right now. Like an older <laughs> brother, I could fight off, but an older sister probably would have poisoned me um but no seriously congratulations man that's awesome Lans thank you lansby thank you. had another child he is now officially an orphanage in the town he lives in that dude's yeah. got like 77 babies i don't know how many he's got <laughs> you guys will have to correct me but i believe lance has four or five kids as well 
So there's been a lot of handedly repopulating the dude, the area. Yeah. He's doing his part. He yeah. got the COVID shoulders into it when he was, you know, that's I, sorry. That's a little gross, but I was laughing going COVID probably is causing a lot of babies. I mean, I bet if you pulled the statistics, you'd probably see, uh, what is it? Nine months out from yeah. that, that initial lockdown era to see a lot of, uh, action yeah. happening. Cause there. I'm yeah. sure we're going to see divorces as well and marriages, yep. you know, a lot. Yep. Cause I do know some of my friends couldn't handle being with their spouses. Um, I know, yeah. you know, for that long. I mean, I don't think when you get married, that's your plan, you know? And when that plan changes, have you ever had a roommate who decided to take a sick day when it was your day off and they're like, I'm sick, I'm staying with you. And you're all, Oh, you oh, can't I'm even not... be mad because it's like you can't be mad, but you are actively doing something. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But we're all we're all the main character in the NPCs of life, right? It's your it's your yeah. game you're playing, and so when the NPC fucks up their schedule and doesn't go to work like they're supposed to, you're like, <laughs> mm, you know, just throws a wrench in your plans. Yeah. It does. I remember one of my friends, <laughs> great guy, man. I I never call off sick, never. And it was a Thursday, and I felt like shit, and I go home. And let's just say he's wearing nothing but his whitey tidies sitting on my couch watching my TV. Woo. And I have Skinamax and stuff at the time. And I was like, <laughs> but what I, all bones to him? Because here's what he does. I don't have a key. It, the door was unlocked. So I just walk in. And he's like, sup? I'm like, sup? I just walk on. <laughs> so, hey, hey, everybody was comfortable in the ordeal. Um, yeah. Let's talk about games first. Let's cover um, Valkyrie Elysium. So first, I want to get Lord Addict's opinion. He did a review, which I retweeted. Good review. I don't, him and I were not agreeing at first when I first saw him posting about it. But then the review and the discussion we've had seems to have sort of come to the same conclusion. But I'd like to know what you think overall of the game, what you liked, what you disliked. And you're muted. I think Valkyrie Elysium has a, a good solid foundation for like gameplay, but it never really goes anywhere. <laughs> like it feels like you, you're about to set up for like the greatest pie you about to eat. And then like, that's all you get. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I just, I like when games evolve with terms of gameplay. And I felt like when they first give you these, these mechanics and stuff, like you're really enjoying it, but then you're like, okay, I've learned this. Where's the new stuff. And it just, it never comes. And I, I don't, I, the first couple hours of the game was very good. And mm -hmm. it's like I said, they're, they're teaching you all these new combat skills and it's got a very fluid combat system. But as far as like anything besides that, like that is, this game solely is on the back of combat, like solely on the back. And if it didn't have, the combat's the only thing that even maybe remotely say you might want to buy this game, like even remotely, like, uh, but but that's that's about it, man. I, I felt like it's it, it was an underwhelming game in terms of I, I wouldn't say it was hyped up. I don't think too many people hyped this game up like that. But I will say a lot of people on my timeline was saying, yo, th this is a fantastic franchise. So I was all right, let me try it out. And, you know, I felt like the side characters was underwhelming. I couldn't even tell you a name of any of them right now. Like not one of them. I, I felt like the the hub was the hub world that where you know the the uh, where Odin is and that you interact with him. like literally it's it's like a giant it's like kind of like what's the uh, fire emblem the last one the seven houses or whatever it's called and they have that Three giant houses. yeah the the Milesium, that <laughs> seven you, houses that, would be an amazing seven, game that'd be so like the, nine thousand hours long go, so, go ahead so <laughs> you you know where like you have that hub world where you're constantly interacting you're getting missions you're interacting with merchants you're doing side missions you're 
they try to take that concept, but they have none of the extra stuff. They're like, you're going to come here strictly just to train, talk to your people to do an occasional mission and talk to, oh, that's all. That's all. Like, yeah. And I was just disappointed with that. Yeah. Um, you played it on the PlayStation because I think it's also on PC, right? Yeah, I played it on PlayStation 5. I don't think it's on PC yet. I think okay. it's supposed to come out in like like later this year or something. November. Like okay. Yep. What about you, Johnny? Yeah. So, well, I didn't get an early code, so I, I was only able to do a preview. So I haven't played as much as you guys. I will say, though, that I, in a way, I had the opposite effect that in the way that in the beginning, it was rather boring because everything was very basic, right? All the combos were very basic. You have your basic weapon, yada, yada. Uh, but once you start getting more shit and, you know, you get different weapons, each with different movesets and stuff like that, it kind of felt like it opened up a bit more. For me, the combat felt good. The only gripe that I had was with some of the animations, which are very long. So, for example, if you get okay. knocked down, to the animation to get back up is very lengthy, feels eternal. And uh, for when you do the kick, there's like a long tail to that animation that you have to cut with your dash, you know? So you kind of learn to work around it. But I, th there were some clunky elements to an otherwise pretty fluid combat. And the other shame for me was the leveling system it wasn't really inspiring. Right, so you have the three trees, attack, defense, and support. You kind of go down very linearly. Mm -hmm. And I'm someone who really enjoys some some like branching options where you can say, well, I want to kind of specialize in this or, you know, like do this. And I didn't really get the choice that I would like in this type of game there. But I like the combat a lot overall, I will say. And I actually like the setting quite a bit. So I think for me, there was a bit more there than maybe for Lord. And uh, I enjoyed the presentation quite a lot. You know, the, the armor looked cool. I, you know, I liked moving around in, in that character. And um, I think the story was a bit throwaway, at least so far. Again, I'm fairly early, so uh, it didn't grab me spe spectacularly. But uh, overall, just the setting and the combat seems like a good time. I'm still interested in continuing playing. I will say for... I think sixty pounds or sixty dollars. I think is the price. It, it it is steep. I would using to use your jargon. I I would kind of go with a wait for sale on this one personally. Um. So, Strangers of Paradise was that game that came out that was you know from Square, yes. and this feels so dramatically like it because there are multiple locations. I first noticed the Odin thing right away. I didn't know. I I guess I missed that on Attics review but you go into that spot and it's basically just a cross uh two two basically two two tunnels sort of slammed on each other that look like you're in elysium or or wherever uh you know you would be for that and you you go and you talk to odin and there's just some lanterns and a couple places to walk and no one really there and you're like hmm yeah and then the combat is the combat's tried to do some stuff. It's like, hey man, there's this, there's that, there's these friends you can call, which I actually really liked. That felt like Dragon's Dogma to me. When you call <laughs> a friend who has, you know, his electricity or fire or ice, all those kind of things. I thought that was pretty cool. 
And I love that you can use them for puzzles. Well, w let's not call them puzzles. That's given way too much um, yeah. leeway <laughs> Traversal. Here. Traversal. Like, so terrain. when there's a bridge yeah. and you, she can, you know, throw or shoot an arrow and create an ice bridge, I was like, that's cool. But from that point on, it doesn't do anything else. And that was a little bit weird to me. And I, I would also agree that it wasn't pushed very hard. In fact, I wouldn't say it went out to die, but you didn't hear a lot of previews. Um, the code was a little weird for me. Um, I, not too much inside baseball, but the timing of it was weird because you could also buy it and play early anyway. There was yep. like all this overlap. So, you know, I was like, well, I'm going to give it a try and give it some impressions at the very least because I always want to cover stuff when I get a code, I think it's, I think it's a really bad form. And I, I, they'll, they'll be like, you don't have to cover every game a company gives you, but you should cover most. And I'm like, nah, you should probably cover every game. Like, it seems to me if somebody's giving you something for free, should have very least do that. And the problem is, is it hasn't caused me to want to go back to it. Like, uh, you know, playing eight, 12 hours of it, I think. And there's some stuff I like. I personally am in the middle of both of you guys with the combat. I find that I like some of the moves, but they don't, flow together they flow together in you know how some games have almost an open kind of uh combo system so where you can go like triangle triangle square or triangle triangle circle square or triangle triangle square triangle this one is just like always light 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 heavy always like there's something about it that feels closed off in its combos and i didn't feel like there was a lot of flexibility i always knew what my character was going to do like every battle i went into i was never Oh, I'm going to switch it up here. I was like, I know exactly what move I'm going to pull off here and go over to him and do this. So that was a little, uh, I don't know, a little, and, and I would say the locations are just really bland. They're just, here's an open, here's an open field and here's some guys and here's a closed door. And you go into a lot of these buildings that some of them looked pretty cool. They had like a broken roof that you would go up on top of, but inside was like three boxes which, of course, when you smash them, give you money. So why would you pass up any box? So you spend 80% of your time taking out <laughs> your hate on a bunch of boxes. And then you can't get out because some guys warp in. And you're like, all right, I sort of know how this is going. So it's not as bad as Strangers of Paradise, which was a really rough-ass game, man. Yeah, uh, This one is, I would agree, it's, it's wait for a sale. It's got some cool stuff. Um, but pricing, we're going to talk about that because we just got some announcements for $70 games. We're getting way more $70 games, so be prepared for that. Uh, we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, Idiot or Reg, either one of you planning on playing this? Nope. Okay, no and no. no. All right. All right. Uh, Strangers of Paradise, who all played that besides me? I didn't. So would you say then, Johnny, Strangers is worse, right? Yeah, yeah. markedly. Markedly. For okay. me. Yeah, because yeah. I. it is funny. That is not a throwaway comparison i do feel that there was a no. lot yeah. that that felt in some way combined with how they offered their enemies and offered now you know. that you mention it it feels quite reminiscent of it even to the point of how you do the magic where you kind of hold the button and then yeah. you, you know yeah. but somehow the magic feels way more seamless on this one like you can cast it without uh becoming vulnerable uh, yeah you know, without mm -hmm. interrupting mm -hmm. stuff it's just their special effects were also better. very good I thought the lightning yeah. looked awesome. So when you blast out lightning, it's not, you know how in a lot of games you blast out lightning the first time or a fireball and it's this fucking big and it looks yes. like you're throwing a box of really burning high matches at somebody and you're like, yeah. that's not cool. This game, <laughs> the first time you cool throw down sex. lightning, that shit's just like <laughs> bouncing off and it's like hitting their tops of their yeah. helmets and stuff and you're just like, whoa, that's, 
that's well there, done. That's well done. Yeah, there's there's a lot of cool stuff in it. But and, uh, and they have a, a good way of telling you, showing you the elemental vulnerabilities of enemies. Yeah. Right? So mm -hmm. just above their head, you see it very clearly. And in some games, I struggle a lot because you're supposed to learn. You know, like okay, like this guy's weak against fire, and I always forget. Do right? you guys just and sometimes power through, even if they are allergic to something else? Very often. Very like often. Like in Horizon yeah. Zero Dawn, I'll just yeah. blast. I, oh, dude! <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I Attic. personally feel like in this game, like there were some enemies that you could power through, but this game was very like demanding on like it you. You on have it, to it? do the weakness. Like, yeah, because it was immune, right? Weren't they popping well, up immune? That they were sometimes? immune, but they were taking like a fifth of the damage. Yeah, and yeah. It kind of reminds me of like Final Fantasy, like thirteen, where if you don't stagger them, you're not doing really any damage at all. Dude, I love, I love the idea of when you guys bringing up Horizon because, man, Horizon would <laughs> be like, I see, it would say, it would say that it's not gonna get hurt by fire, and I wouldn't it, even. And do by the anyway. way, I do so it anyway. Hard. Yeah, and what's fire. and what's even funnier about that idiot is it wasn't that hard to switch. But I was still like, eh, whatever. Yes. <laughs> I think when it comes to the Strangers of Paradise, I played the demo and just realized, yeah, I ain't doing this game. And yeah, Strangers what's, was what's, rough. What's what's sad too is like when I heard that they're gonna make like you know quote unquote like a Dark Souls type of like Final Fantasy War type of game, I got excited because like they have like the Final Fantasy lore. They got so many things that they can make enemies, and it's just like yeah. I felt like. I feel like they threw that. I think it was Team Ninja made that, wasn't it? It was like, yeah, you know, yeah, tri right. tri try to make something relevant. How long good. do you guys think it'll be before people start smarting, like smartening up and realizing that just because a NFL team has all the superstars won't mean it's going to go to the Super Bowl. Just because a game is Final Fantasy doesn't mean it's going to take advantage of Final Fantasy. And yeah, Cyberpunk was... did that with Cyberpunk. People need to come to the grips that each game is going to be different. Even if they failed prior, doesn't mean the next game will be a failure at all. We've seen that multiple times. We've seen the first game of a, a series be like, why are they doing a second game? And then you play the second game and you're like, man, somebody had a better idea than I did. People need to throw their ego and just be like, each game is its own thing. You know, even one person at a new company might be able to give them tech that makes a game sing. And you're like, oh man, it, fine, it works. I still remember when Horizon Zero Dawn was announced and Killzone fans were up in arms. They were like so mad that Killzone wasn't going to be made and then Gorilla was doing Horizon Zero Dawn. And I'm not saying Killzone shouldn't be made. I'm just saying they switched and they did well. Others switch and uh, not not so much. I think I it's know. easy to fall victim to some of the contempt prior to investigation type yeah. psychological behavior, especially with something like Final Fantasy where there's just an endless amount of titles and maybe you play like two or three and you're like, man, this shit sucks ass this time and then you know they keep releasing new titles and you're you have that experience in your mind of just not enjoying the other ones even though like you said it could be a completely different development team yeah with different tech that they're utilizing so i get that that happens to me sometimes too where i'm just like oh you know final fantasy yeah. i had to live through a big one uh which was forza going to forza horizon there were oh, people okay, who were yeah. up in arms about Forza Horizon. They were like, why would you ever... It was 30 FPS. I don't know if you guys remember. The first of those mm -hmm. titles was 30, and it was 720p. But it, oh, they wow. did... They yeah. they knew what they were doing, and they were using all kinds of, like, re, like uh, recombining pixels to make it look soft and nice versus oh. jaggy. And that game came out, but I remember people being like, dude, you're, you guys are sim people. Like, what are you thinking? Like, this... It doesn't make any sense. And I, I think it's... Sit back and just let it happen. I mean, it sounds yeah. dirty, but 
always, have, <laughs> always have the mentality when it comes to like studios making other games like if first off if you're making the genre that i know you for then you know I, i'm a little bit more lingual it's like i think it's like if you make good games i'll give you the benefit of the doubt but i don't want to assume your game's going to be a masterpiece you know what i'm saying yeah like obsidian you know right now i feel like the titles are pretty consistent, but you know, they can make one easily. Outer Worlds 2 cannot be a good game. It's just yeah, I yeah. feel like the Outer Worlds, you know, they made the the uh Fallout New Vegas, you know, they they made the Pillars. I'm pretty sure the Pillars games that you know, they've done it. Yeah, they they've done enough to make me not like second doubt the studio, but they haven't done I don't think any studio can ever like make me think they can never make a bad game because yeah you know a head of a studio can leave and completely derail the entire podcast i mean the entire studio <laughs> or the podcast as well the whole um, operation yeah the the whole operation uh reg you and i talk about this but because we buy games different you don't really i mean would you, so anno came out and i know you weren't a fan of the one i liked did that stop yes. you though from getting the next one no it didn't yeah, so well, you just were like, I read that they were bringing back things that I was missing from the one I did from like. the one that you didn't like. Yeah, so yeah, that that's where, of course, a little bit of investigation always helps. And by the mm. way, yeah, we're doing a podcast about games, but I'm telling you guys straight up, man, don't just because I may, you know, give you data about a game or say I'm not liking it doesn't mean that like, you know, when the game comes out, it won't be great because I think some people think investigation is listening to some idiot on a podcast. That's not really the same thing. I, I got into great yeah. podcasts. One up yours is probably my favorite podcast of all time. Garnet Lee and a couple others. It was, it was phenomenal. And it was phenomenal because they usually didn't, it's not because they didn't agree. In fact, many times they did agree, but they maybe disliked a different part of the same game, even though one person, just like what we did. And Yet at the same time, I just got some data from them, but I still went and looked for myself. Yeah. I would still go like you go, for example, in Google, you just type in like how many characters are in this game, you know, because maybe the podcast person didn't say it. And I always tell people previews, impressions, that's not the full thing. For example, Saints Row, what I played to Saints Row and my impression was like, hmm, this could work out. But then when you play eight hours, 10 hours, 12 hours, 14 hours, you're like, wow, that didn't work out. Um, mm -hmm. I'll tell you right now, Red Dead 2's prologue was glacial, and if the entire game played like that, I would I would told people not to get the game. The game turned out to be great, but that first couple hours. I've had people on reviews, I'll do a review, 24 minutes of gameplay, they'll be like, you're wrong, this game is amazing. And I'll be like, get back to me in eight hours. Abzi did that Correct. with Valhalla. Valhalla, yeah. he wrote it, he even wrote in our Reddit, he's like, what's a game that you thought ACG was wrong, and then as you continue to play it, you're like, oh, reviewers do have to play the entire thing. And that <laughs> yeah. does, yeah. that that is a different, <laughs> it, it, you I, have a better experience with it. You know, speaking of the review thing, like, that's why, like, you know, I, I'm one of the people when it comes to, like, other people reviewing things, I don't care what people, like, what kind of score they give. I don't even care if they beat the game, because I just won't watch your content, but it's just like, when it comes to stuff like that, it's just like, that's one of the reasons I'm like very adamant on like you have to at least finish the game because a bad ending can ruin your entire perspective of the entire Mass game. Effect Three, baby, yeah. yeah, Mass Effect Three did that for me, yeah. and and you know there's some games you can't beat uh, like a football game or whatever, but mm -hmm. you know I I think that I like I've been open when I can't and I'll just post it in the comments or even yeah. in the video and just say hey I got right to the end I can't beat the last bad guy. But I've loved it until this. And if you if that doesn't work for you, I think that's totally fine. Um, but I think that for the most part, yeah, you should. I also, though, am telling you guys straight up, 
I don't know if beating the entire game is anywhere near as worth as understanding what the fuck you were doing on the way through it. Because I have met a lot of people who beat games, and when I talk to them, they don't know 80% of what's going on in the game. Yeah. And that, when it's a reviewer, you're like, hmm, okay. Um, right. And that is also a thing. I was joking with friends going, yeah, if you, if you guys all want to post platinums and trophies, I'd be fine with that. But you know what I'd really want? Even above that. And I would demand it would be a, a questionnaire for the review yeah. and be yeah. like, did dude, you engage with. Yeah. This did you, what did, right. what did, you know, what did Melissa think of fucking Alan at this point? And <laughs> you, you're going to, and I, nobody agreed with me, by the way, everybody yeah. was up in arms. So we're like, blah, blah, and I'm like, listen, I've seen people watch a movie for two hours and not understand the plot and Cur still oh, say it's a yeah. good movie. Oh, yeah, for sure. So if you're yeah. trying to tell me that the time, and this is where Lord Addict and I agree, but I also disagree in that I'm much more for having a person even understand. I remember Humankind came out and there was that reviewer who said, you can't ride horses or the uh, horse riding was bad. And the developer's like, there's not horse riding in the game. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when you sit back and go, what just happened? Wait, Assassin's Creed. At that point, yeah. at that point, did they even play the game? They Assassin's Creed had that with the yeah. cultists. I had multiple people trying to tell me that there were like all these things not in some of the Assassin's Creed new games, and I was like, "No, that means you haven't got to that point because it's there." And that uh, so there's wow. there's all that. But as long as you're honest, I think yeah, it matters. You know, in the Assassin's Creed, they put like a whole tree behind those cultists. Dude, they hide but, trees yeah. multiple times. <laughs> Rage Two hid their store. It happens. That was those bastards. I'm glad I caught that in my review because I was like, there's a gap in that menu. And I think that gap <laughs> is going to be money. <laughs> and it was. Um, speaking of that, did you guys. So, you know, with Assassin's Creed, you guys have all played the, the one of the new ones, at least. Right. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I played them all, but really fun. I played a little bit of fun. Just not like all of it. Have you guys ever have. Have you, did you guys have grinding issues in any of these three new ones? Because I didn't. And, I've, and I know they patched it post me playing it to make it even better. Have you guys had an issue i don't mean the content because we all know they've got content for days i'm more talking about has the leveling of enemies have you felt yeah, that, that part was a little bit towards the end of which game reg which, which uh, like, odyssey, all of them uh, second before last odyssey yeah odyssey. um yeah, towards the end where you have the, to have a certain level to kill them. The island at like the bottom right them. of the map. Those yeah, bottom right of the map <laughs> island was a bitch, man. It was like 300 or whatever, and you're all, oh. I ain't um, gonna lie, I paid for that double XP thing, man. I was like, <laughs> yeah, at that point, I got, to the, I got there, you know, I was doing good, but then I went on the island and those people show me what's up. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I ain't, I'm not sitting here doing this all day. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I get it. Okay. I I was always like to ask that because that's not the only game that that can happen. We see it. We've yep. seen it even in Far Cry games. But I, um, I personally felt, I don't know about you guys, but Valhalla was actually a bit better with how they did the level gating. Did you feel that? Uh, yeah. Odyssey for me was quite aggressive in the way that if you were one or two levels under... Ramp! You're, you're wrecked. Because <laughs> yeah. like, I was also playing, I think, in the harder difficulty. So right. it's just so steep that... Like, forget about it. If you're yeah. not the level, go out and you have to do some other missions. That's where I think some people would call that grind in the sense that, oh, I can't progress now because I don't have the level. So I have to go out and get the level. Yeah. But to me, that just translated into going out and exploring and, you know, doing something else, which was fine. 
think um, it's just predicated on how engaging you find the actual gameplay. I mean, if you exactly. do have to grind yeah. a little bit, I mean, if it, it, I think a good example is like Elden Ring for those reasons you mentioned, uh, Johnny, where it's just like, it's so much fun, or I at least found it so much fun to yeah. explore that world where I'd come up against an area. I think I went to Caleb like too early in the game. Um, but I didn't care because it was just still such a fucking blast to go out yeah. and, yeah. and grind some, you know, level up a little bit. I, yeah. I think the thing was like separated, like Elden Ring. The only reason I was like, I disagree a little bit with that and push back a little bit is because I, I do feel like they gave you a lot of options for, you know, they gave you a lot of like random dungeons that you could pretty much throw a rock and go come across three or four random dungeons. <laughs> and you True. pretty much got like a massive amount of uh, souls or whatever they call them. And that I can't remember like every time you did one of those. So I feel like it was easier, more accessible to level up in Elden Ring than it was Odyssey. Oh, yeah. I see. I, yeah. You know, Odyssey is the one thing that they've got so many that they've turned the XP down because they've got so many. And so that yeah. can be a little <laughs> annoying because you're like, okay, I opened up a chest five XP or whatever. And you're like, oh my God, I, I need like 380,000. Like, what am yeah. I going to do? I don't know why I didn't. I, it didn't, it's never hit me in the new Assassin's Creed games, probably because I'm a world lover and I think Ubisoft, that's their, their jam. They, regardless of all the other stuff, their worlds are probably some of the best, most in, in like what's going, what's over this hill, what's over yes. that hill. Um, yeah. Elden Ring, I think, uh, I'm worried, not worried. I am wondering if Elden Ring is going to be that, um, that game where the next game they try to do bigger and better and they find out that's not better. And that uh, that's the one thing I worry about about mm -hmm. Elden Ring. I feel like they ran up against tech and so we got a certain type of game that just works for everybody. And I hope they don't try to go too big in the next one. That's That would be my I, one worry about Elden Ring. I, I'm actually worried that this is one of the first times like from software seen like money, money, like that type of success. <laughs> right. And I'm worried they might try to double down on that. Yeah. And like go a little bit more casualized. Because I don't think mm. I, I think it's I don't think you could say that they casualize Elden Ring. I think they made stuff more accessible. You can actually access certain gear at the beginning of the game. It's just like I think this is a good middle ground, good balance between, yep. you know, casual and hardcore. But it's just like to me, it's like you right in the middle. And I'm like, are they gonna try to go more towards the casual to bring more of an audience? Cause once you it's easy to sit there and say you won't do it, but when you see those checks after you had your huge, <laughs> huge hit game, because they've had huge hits, but nothing near as as much as Elden oh, Ring. Oh, it's for sure. And yeah. Elden Ring, El Elden Ring just did things right. I mean, Red, you beat it, right? What? No. Elden Ring, but you played it a lot. <laughs> oh hell no! <laughs> but you played it a lot, right? I, well, compared to others of of the kinds of yes. that of those games. So if somebody even like Red, who isn't really necessarily a fan of like headbutting through a game or whatever, I think yeah. Elden Ring's probably the best example. Also, the ability to jump on the horse and retreat was just such a boon. It, I, I don't think people oh, even really... Horseback fighting was pretty good. Yeah. Horseback yeah. fighting was good, but you could also retreat, which in Bloodborne's, in a lot of those games, they were specifically made to not allow that as much. And so the idea of being like, whoa, this isn't working. I'm going to jump on the horse and ride off. Um, or kill a ogre or troll, whatever those guys, giant, and then go back and heal and then go and kill them. I mean, they were given $1,000 every kill. So there was one right outside of a church, and I, would, I, I spam that motherfucker. I was just yeah. like... You just giant slayer. I would go out in the horse. I mean, I had it dialed down where it was like, turn left, you know, tap this exactly, jump on horse, ride horse out, hit once, hit twice, swing around, hit once. The moment he died, run exactly perfectly back, go to sleep, wake back up, go back out and do it again. And uh, it's it's a little bit harder in some of the other games. There's not as much of a reward. 
but yeah, Elden Ring is good. It's a good example of um, of a title though that's going to show us, yeah, what checks can do. You know, are you gonna are you gonna go out and keep your muse, or are you gonna turn into like some rapper that finally got a big hit, and now suddenly they're you know rapping about school kids and shit? Part of me, do, part of me does feel like their history. They might still stay true to their. their I think they probably life. will, but we said yeah, that yeah. about Platinum, and Platinum's done a a, a number of shit games. Well, you know, they are very random. Platinum yeah. has their A, B, and Q team, and their Q team, whoever it is, is just so high all the time. They're like I fucking teenage. I actually, I'm not the biggest Turtles. fan of Platinum, but I do feel like. The but their combat, you got to admit, man. Yeah, they're they're high quality games. The ones that you near one of the one of the platform holders pay for. Yeah, like right. I feel like if they were bought by someone, you would see a way more focused Platinum than you do now. Because I feel like they have to do a lot of. A lot of stuff just to keep the lights on, and that's they why probably you see do. Yeah. Making a lot of like random games, dude. I'm telling you, I was playing <laughs> near, and we were allowed to post gifts, and I posted a gift on my uh, gif on my Twitter, GIF, whatever the fuck you want to say. And uh, I had PR people DMing me, going like, "You, the game doesn't look that good, does it?" And I was like, "No, man, it looks that good. Like it's <laughs> it's that smooth. It's I don't even like those characters. I don't even like that world. And I was I was bought in." instantly yeah i mean by the control and by the use of light and the music when you know this oh, cannot continue and i was incredible. just like holy yeah. phenomenal yeah. yeah so what is that term you use sometimes diegetic endogenous no diegetic music diegetic music means it's coming from inside the game yeah. then, right but, so it's like from the actual stuff that's happening yeah in the world, it, and yeah and right? it felt like it was coming from the robots it felt like they yeah, were saying yeah. this cannot yeah. continue and you're just like and that Boom. becomes a song. Oh, Woo. dude, yeah. I get what? so jacked up, like when in groups of friends, when we start talking about this, I'll have people leave the conversation because that's all I want to talk about is like that one yeah. musical moment where something <laughs> hit, and I'm like, dude, this, and you, and three nerds are like, this cannot continue or whatever, and everybody's looking at your group, going like, D and D nerds. That's <laughs> it's what it's like. But what are we gonna say, addict? I said one of the things that I liked about Odin Ring the most is just like. I spent so long playing that game and then I found out that after you do a certain quest line, a whole new part, a higher part yeah. of the map just randomly unlocks. And I'm just like, yeah. it, I've played a lot of those games, but I couldn't even tell you why that game was successful. Like there's so many factors that come into it and there's a lot of factors that don't make sense to it. And it's just like, it, it's like a weighing scale, but for some reason, man, that, that game hit different. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it really did. Yeah. Yeah. We got lucky. And what was that, February or March? Was that March mm -hmm. when those three came out? Um, like, this February is going to be the same. You know, we have more games even, and probably some won't be as good. But, I mean, I, last count was 28 in February and March of next year, which is... Holy crap. It, it, holy crap doesn't even... Dude. <laughs> I mean, I'm actually legitimately preparing right now as we speak this morning. I was preparing <laughs> for next year. Like, what uh, do I need editor? Do I need three editors? So I can right. just be like, boom, 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 boom. Like, how Crank do you handle content? Yeah. And then codes, you know, it's like bouncing codes. How and I, like I've even told my family, I'm like, there is a very good chance that like for multiple days in a row, I'm just going to turn everything off. You're like, just gone. You're, yeah. To, to hit everything. Um, yeah. So it's, it's going to be interesting, especially when it comes to coverage and if these games hit, because I feel Horizon Zero Dawn failed in their release schedule. Um, I think that they twice. should. Failed twice. Yeah, thank you, because I, I wasn't going to mention that, because a lot of people don't remember that the original game also had, uh, also came out at Breath the wrong of the time. Wild. Breath of the yeah. Wild. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. So. Oh yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, dude, yeah. they got they they. I mean, the game was great. It was phenomenal. It was yeah. gorgeous. It, it still succeeded it, despite that, though, right? It was. It wasn't succeeded, it very but success. whenever you say despite, it means some money went away. It could have done better, yeah. basically. Yeah. I mean, technically, yeah. you can buy something at the very same second. Two sixty-dollar games, you can purchase them, but you can't play them. And I have friends who love Horizon who have not played for but Forbidden West because new games have come out, and I find Correct. that to be worrisome uh, for was, that series. Go ahead. What was the f okay? It, okay, no, Breath of the Wild got sniped. Yeah, by, yeah. Uh, uh, no, uh, the original one got sniped by Breath of the Wild. Wild. It's just like Mad Max got, got sniped by, by uh, Phantom Pain. Mad Max, Mad, uh, Mad Max, Max got sniped. I know. I was man. talking it to people was. behind the scenes, go, and you know, some people weren't rating it super high. And the the fact is, is two games based in the desert will be compared. It does happen. Yeah. It it's Open humans do that. Game, it's like, Human, yeah. Humans do it. And I'm like, guys, Mad Max is phenomenal. It's beyond phenomenal. It is. Uh, it 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 is a great game. But Phantom Pain came out, and there was another one as well. And they it just I saw people even saying, "Well, Mad Max isn't as good as Phantom Pain." I'm like, "Holy!" I actually, shit. think Mad, Mad Max is better. Like that's. I mean, my... as many times as I played Mad Max, I would probably just say the evidence for me is clear that it is better, um, or more enjoyable to me, at least. Right. Um. But moving on from there, seventy dollar games. So Gotham is now seventy. We heard. And uh, we we know Microsoft is hinted, but they've stated they seem to be the only company that's sort of hedging on seventy. I have a feeling that's on purpose because they can let Sony be the bad guy. Yeah, they're gonna while. change that eventually. But they'll probably change it. But we're seeing. We I saw another one pop up at seventy that I was surprised about, and I can't remember what it was. Um, it just popped up recently. But uh, Hogwarts is seventy, right? I'm pretty sure they stated that was seventy as well. So we're looking down the barrel of seventy dollar games that are made in the $60 process, meaning the extra 10 bucks isn't going into the game creation because they were already being made when seven. So we're not gonna see any improvements and I still don't think we were anyway, but I'm just stating that all these $70 games were made during the $60 you know, process and budgeting. Um, is that gonna affect your guys' purchasing? I think it already does Yeah, in a way. Because even games like, let's talk about going back to Valkyrie, right? So Valkyrie is typically a game that I would expect to see at 40 a lower, bucks. right? Yeah. 40, 50, Agreed. and now it's 60. And that has me like, well, it doesn't have that meat for yeah. a $60 purchase for me, right? Um, and I think that's also moving the pointer for the bigger games where you know before for 60 bucks i'd be happy with that game but 70 is just enough of a difference it's weird it causes yeah. you to think a bit doesn't it yeah like it's only ten dollars but for some reason 70 just yeah. sounds so much fucking worse than, i mean than we're done. <laughs> we're we go to the store and we fall to the trick where stuff has like 9.99 yeah and yeah or two for ten than, and you're like that feels like that's less the than same dollars yeah yeah. Oh yeah, yeah ninety nine yeah. cents, dude. That that yeah. shit's so inborn. That's one of the reasons why I get so mad when I ever hear people saying that like consumerism and prices, getting things for free for reviews don't matter. And I'm like, not only does it, since the very first whatever sand dollars were traded between two cavemen on a beach somewhere, it's mattered. Yes, it's, it does. It, if it, you have it, no skin in the game, it, it it's it's a different. It can be a different experience. Yeah, and yeah. seventy dollars. It sounds weird. But what people I think aren't picking up is that most of us don't buy one $70 game. We buy two or three. Well, then that's now $30 more. $30 yeah. is some people's internet. 
so now you're suddenly saying, okay, to get the exact same number of titles, I now have to pay another bill a totally different way because this money that I've set aside yeah. now goes to this or goes to that. It's something I bitched you guys about last podcast where I frankly think the console companies are shafting us with controller prices. Sorry, but they're they're full yeah, of shit. They're expensive. Yeah. yeah, they're they're full yeah. of shit. When yeah. I can buy a 1999 wired Xbox controller that works perfectly from a third party company, you can't tell me Microsoft can't say, "All right, well, 39.99 for the wireless version is what we'll sell it." You know, you're from just now paying on. for the branding at that point. You're yeah, paying for the branding. To, yeah. Not to mention how much these things cost. No, oh, I don't yeah. even. That's what I was bitching yeah. about. Was the Elite Two because Reg and I both got the Elite and returned them, and the Elite oh, Two has some really good it, stuff. It's I love it, but it, I can't justify that price. No <laughs> I way. I returned it as well. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. That is the cost of old systems back in the day. Like, we, I yeah. remember the Sega Genesis, 99 bucks. It's like, dude, the controller's almost two times. Again, I know people are going to be like, it's not the same. It's not. I'm just trying to give you guys the the idea of that jump. <laughs> that jump it is almost, ridiculous. It almost just seems like you're coming down to, like, you're just going to pay a premium to play the game sooner than you would otherwise because it's just like when's the last time you haven't seen something even within a few months i mean i know it drop in price how, yeah it drops in price so cyberpunk was ten dollars by the way for a yeah, long time you know it's just like you you get to a point where it's like okay what's my personal threshold for patience with this absolutely game? you know some of them you're gonna be like oh i'm so invested in this developer and this ip so it doesn't fucking matter i'll pay whatever and then others you're just kind of like oh, i'll wait you know three or four months it I had a thought that I wanted to run by you guys in this line of Does it involve dialogue. pinkies off a of chick's spine? Or yeah, is this a normal discussion? Is this a potential uh, We've already covered yeah. the, the nipple situation. I think it's <laughs> we got that one covered. Nipple gate. Okay, continue. Nipple gate. But you know how like when you buy something expensive, you really try to get the most out of it, right? Like you like you experience it in a different way. Uh like you, you're really invested, right? So you're like, oh, I want to get the most value out of this. Um, I don't know. Let, let's, let's say you, you, know, you buy an expensive headset. Like you, in a way, you experience it with a certain joy. Like, you know, there's, oh, you know, I put this money into it. So now I'm getting it back. So do you think there is that level of investment where, okay, I put in 70, 80 bucks for this game. I'm going to just juice it. You know, I'm going to get a lot out of it and I'm going to really be into the experience. I think I, I think saw it, Red shaking his head because he was probably of the opinion that even not. for five bucks, he wants his worth, which is where I was <laughs> no, going to say. No, no, oh, quite the opposite. I, go ahead, Red. Like, no matter how much I spend on something, like after a day, it's written off. I don't care how much it costs. Yeah, gotcha. I, I'm gotcha. there now too. I just got to the point where it's like, if I bought a game that I'm not vibing with, it's just like, well, that that's that's my dumbass fault at that point. So it's, just, it's like I didn't do my research. You know, sometimes you can't avoid it a hundred percent, but you absolutely you know, can't. It's a it's yeah. you may buy an awesome game that you just don't buys. like. Yeah, and post buys. But yeah. what Johnny's saying, I think, is probably what we're not picking up. Does seventy dollars change it from a purchase to an investment? Oh, it does. It does. And I will yeah. say that the wording slightly. I won't say seventy is an investment, but I will say it's a perestment it's a mix of the two and the problem is is now special editions will be 80 and 90 they'll go up and they'll if yeah. they don't include the disc you guys know me i think that that's a i honestly believe that that should be some kind of false advertising to sell you a special that's edition without the disc. Sometimes, yeah. or sometimes, the game yeah sometimes they're very like 
low. They'll put it in like small text. Cause does not come with game. Yeah. Like, well, Reg Reg pays sometimes, and so do I. So do probably all of us. Uh, sometimes I'll pay a little early to get in a game early. It depends on the game. So I'll, yeah. they'll be like, okay, for for if you buy the game now, you get in early. But sometimes they'll be like, if you pay this extra bit, you'll get seven days early. That to me is a different thing than buying and everybody's getting the same time and investment. That's almost like, you know, I'm pretty excited if I'm doing that. So that's Correct. really on me. So if I did do that, I actually feel like if, if something was 70 and it was like seven days early and I'm buying it early, there must be some reason why I'm doing that. So ignoring those and just looking at normal games, I will say 60 changing to 70 does come closer to an investment than it is a just a downright purchase. And I think that's also because we got... Ten dollar games, twenty dollar games, thirty dollar so games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. and yeah. The, so it changes my thought process. Like Johnny said, a little bit. I'm not there yet, but I think <laughs> that if they if we get a couple bad games at seventy, and I mean Anthem level, Avengers, it, it then it uh, then I think yeah. it's gonna it, there's gonna be a cynicism's already really high in gaming, I and think, I just feel that it's gonna quadruple it for the sake of ten dollars. Go ahead, sorry. I'd say I'll oh, go ahead. Yeah, I think. I've gotten to the point where it's like, as a consumer, I don't want it to increase, but like being realistic, do I, did I really expect another generation yeah, of right. these corporations not try to get a little bit more money out of us? Cause they didn't do it on the 360 or the Xbox one. Yeah. So it's just like, we've been paying $60 for a minute. We've been eating good. And it's just yeah. like, I don't want them to increase it, but it's just like, I gotta be realistic with true. the situation. Like, true. True. Go ahead. Yeah, Attic. Chiming, chiming oh, in sorry, on Reg. that line. Uh, at least here in Europe, they already had increased it by 10 bucks last generation and did again now this generation. So we're up to uh, 80 here. That is an investment. I'm sorry. That's yeah. too close to 100. That's too close to yes. 100. That's the 20, closer they get to 100. Too close to 100. Which, which <laughs> means the digital deluxe is at 90 usually. Or, or 90. More than yeah. that. It's interesting uh, to me that kind of just the that it's the bait like everything costs that they're like oh we just games are 80 dollars now the, regardless of like the size of the game the teams uh, the services in the game like it, you look at yeah. something like okay i'm gonna buy you know a single player narrative driven adventure it takes me 10 hours to beat 80 dollars. okay then i buy you know modern warfare 2019 cost the same but some people will play that game for fucking years i know, you know, I know. like I, it's yeah. it's weird that there's no flex i guess like depending on the content that's why if i was a company like, i that's what i would do is i would be like yeah. the i would have the flex and be like okay this game is this and we have seen it though we did i uh, guardians i think was the normal price but there's been a couple we've seen that were like 50 i remember vampire was like 49.99 yeah. or something yeah where it was a weird in-between price and i was like i can deal with that because also ubisoft throwing 800 people to make their cool world it's like okay i get that their output you know, to make the game is far higher. So it's like, uh, I would understand that versus let's say, like you said, a game that's eight hours long, Hellblade. Hellblade was also cheaper. Remember Hellblade? I think yep. Hellblade was at 49. Have, have you yeah. guys ever, have you guys ever played a game? You was like, they should have charged more like an indie game or something. <laughs> Not an indie game, but there have been, I mean, I can't say it's just an indie game, but yeah, for sure. There's been ones yeah. where I have told people I would have paid double for this yeah, after because... I played it. Yeah, I played yeah. a, a game recently. It was called, um, what was that game called? I just reviewed it. Uh, it was called, did someone delete it off my channel? Oh, no, here it is. It's called, mm, 
I'm sorry, you guys. It's just completely spacing me for some reason. No worries. Um, I will come back to that when I find. Um, <laughs> I I will say though that I think we've all. The problem is, is the cynicism is based around the price going up, and so it's harder to remember a game that you think is worth more. Mm -hmm. But I would say that there's a bunch of games that I think are worth that well, I would. I remember more. one back back when Skyrim came out the first time. Yeah. Uh, when I realized how much I enjoyed it, I was like, okay, I, I maybe should have bought the collector's edition of that. Yeah, because yeah. right. I've done that oh, too. Yeah. It's, called, it's called Sympathy of War. It's like a tactics ogre imagination game. And I'm sitting there playing this and it was 20 bucks. Uh, and I'm just thinking to myself, I felt like they could have got 30 for this. Like it was that uh, yeah. good. Like yeah. There's been multiple games that I would, that we've been done with and played and been like, dude, I, I've, I mean, I would have now that I know what it was, even without patches, I'm not saying after it got patched, but I'm saying day one where I played it and reviewed it. And I'm like, yeah, it's well worth 60. And if somebody had said 80, the problem with 80 is that everybody then looks at the cynical part, which makes sense because it's now changed to investment. So it's hard to say this game's worth 80. That's what I think we're also going to run into is it's just going to be people are just going to compare them to old games at 60. And it's like, well, you have to go back. I have my original purchase of Ghouls and Ghosts for the Sega Genesis at 59.99. Yeah. So we're saying for 25 years, the price of some of the premium games, uh, I have Virtual Racing, which was 119 um, for the Sega Genesis. Now that did have an extra chip in it, but you get my drift that, that the prices yeah. really haven't. And I've heard people say, oh, prices haven't gone up in games. And I'm like, dude, I can tell you they absolutely have, depending on like for like for a game. They have. I mean, did you guys see the guy talking about making a premium skin for Overwatch and how long it was taking him? Now, admittedly, I think some of it's also inefficiencies. I, I do believe that some of this stuff is like taking too long, where it's like, let you know, we've all worked at a company where they have 10 meetings to decide on one paper. And you're like, yeah, we just wasted thousands of dollars on this for right. no reason, just because we wanted <laughs> yeah. everybody's input. Yeah, sure. Plus, yeah. Especially with Halo Infinite, like I, I know that, like, pretty much almost years of of work was just abandoned. So it's like you know when you spend that kind of time and that kind of money working on something, obviously, especially years, it's it's gonna it's gonna bring the price up. Yeah, yeah. Also, it's interesting. You, <laughs> Go ahead, Rich. Some, something again here. Uh, we changed currencies to the euro like ages ago, and back then they also used the chance to basically up the price by 10 bucks again. So it used ah. to be 50 with the currency switch, it went to 60 and then with the two chance 70 and then 80. So here it, there have been a couple of price increases. Already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. You know, what's weird consoles have been, I wouldn't say st stagnant for sure. Um, but I do believe the 360 was 299 or was it 399 day one? Uh, PlayStation was expensive. I remember the three was the one where they said so to get a second job. Wasn't it? They said to get a second job. No, I believe the PlayStation three was the one that was a hundred dollars because Sony told you to get another job yep. in their announcement. They said, yep. they said it's worth getting another job to pay for this. And it was like, wow, you have, you have missed the fucking yeah. mark, my friend. Yeah, it seems like, it seems like they, they getting back to the old games. You see that they're going to just give like better customer service to the playstation stars? i saw that did you guys see that the playstation stars people are getting better customer service you're like what have you yeah. guys ever seen those decisions well we have this this year i think we've seen three or four raising the price of the console jumping to 80 but where you see that decision and you're like how did anybody let that out that's the that's the decision that does require 10 people to be in a meeting for two hours to fight against it 
That's the one where I don't know how that meeting didn't happen, where, you know, Podunk Steve is there going, guys, we can't do this. This is going to make us look like fucking idiots. It's like when Ryan had that interview with all the Xbox people that are like, you know, especially when it comes to games, like sometimes in order for that game to get greenlit, it takes three or four people in that in that room justifying why that game needs to be made. Fighting for it. Yeah. I don't know, guys. It's going to be a weird time, I think. Double A's are where it's at, though. I really do. I think Vampires Hellblade will probably be. It's a triple A now, but I'm. I. I actually. Well, it depends on how big it is, but I could see them still doing that as a cheaper price. But I think games that are coming in at forty or fifty, they'll be the 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 rebound from the cynicism at seventy. And there'll be even more acceptance for a greed fall with its issues, um, because they've shown time and again that man, they get some good fans. You know, at some point, somebody's like fighting for it and those companies do quite well at the $50. If I was a company, I'd just be like, they're all sick. I, I'm not raising the price. Like Costco saying they're never raising the price of the $1.50 hot dog. Or they the just recent, yeah. yeah, did you see that recently? He's like, it will yeah. never go up. And people were like, why? And then you look at the how how it works. It's like people it's pay. It's yeah. a lost leader. And it g- yeah. gets people to come in. It's a per- and, and they to them, they're like, of course we would reward the consumer because they're going to yeah. buy back in and, and well, get other stuff costco. here it's like you go to costco and you're like okay i'm going to costco for this one thing and you <laughs> walk out with you know like a pallet full of like a oh, butter a peanut butter yeah, you're exactly, like yeah. i just want one jar of peanut butter and they're like but that's... a plate of peanut butter is only a yeah. dollar more and you're like fuck it yeah. i'm getting two plates now yeah, that, that's you... why you go ahead i was gonna say that's why you see the gas wars of gas stations they'd be yeah. fighting over who's gonna have a couple cents cheaper because they don't want that gas so they want you going in there for gas getting the soda getting yeah. the crackers yeah. getting but... wizard fingers yep. which are like hot dogs that have been there for like six days <laughs> they're all wrinkled we used to call them wizard <laughs> fingers mm, nothing yeah, better than some 7-eleven <laughs> wizard fingers you never, never knew if you were gonna, gonna get, get. oh yeah. dude and what's funny is i'm telling you they're good there are times yeah. where I'll go into a 7-Eleven and they'll be, have taquitos. And, I, you know, it's questionable how long. Obviously, they're not washing their hands. They got they, they hand you taquitos. It smells a little like gasoline because they're also pumping yeah. here in Oregon. And you're like, oh and then you bite it yeah. and you're like, this is fucking really good, man. Yeah. Give me two more of them wizard fingers. Throw in a taquito and I'll just hope I don't get food poisoning. And I rarely do. Go. I've got food poisoning more places that were high falutin. <laughs> yeah. I, versus a 7-Eleven. I've never yeah, got a food poisoning from that. It's always been from like the nice places. <laughs> so. Is it sad I'd ever eat the hot dogs from those those gas stations? No, no. Some people won't. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just I will. I'm like, I'll test it out. You never know. <laughs> Carrick living on the edge, man. One of my friends went to... Eight people could have touched this in the past hour. I'm eating it. <laughs> That's the thing, dude. I'll throw it in the dirt, man. Humans get stronger by that shit, not weaker. <laughs> man, go out, eat some dirt, get sick, come back. Your immune system's like, fuck COVID, dude. Yeah, right. It's just, it's other people. Just lick, lick I'm, I'm going to lick, yeah. you know, the handrails for buses when you're a kid at school. I'll lick, I'll just, ah, I, I lick just, that. I could, I could just see ACG just like doing a handstand on it. Just oh, bro, bro. I used to suck on, uh, we had monkey bars. Did you guys ever have monkey bars where you climb up oh, them yeah. in your, and we had monkey bars and all the kids would be suckling on the metal just out there talking and be like, Kids come home, their immune systems are like, fuck you, man. They're just fighting off everything. They're like prepared yeah. for everything. Yeah, dude, nothing wrong with that. Um, Back to Wizard Fingers. No, seriously, though, $70. <laughs> we got 70 60 50 for normal prices. Then you get to 40 We don't see a lot of... Oh, that scared me. We don't see a lot of... We don't... 
we don't see a lot at twenty nine ninety nine, right? We're not seeing a lot at that, and I think that that'd be a good price. Um, I've also seen some games that are at, at five ninety nine or nine ninety nine on Steam, and I think that's a bad price because I think there's something <laughs> that happens at that price where people yeah. think it's not, yeah, worth it's not it. Like it's only shit. it's only five ninety nine. It's gonna suck. It's gonna suck. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think we're looking at nine ninety nine being a better price. I think nine ninety nine is that price where most people see that as an impulse. Um, a, 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 ah, whatever. It's also, yeah, by the it way, does, it does, it doesn't have to sell itself hard for that price. Yeah. Right. And also I can tell you guys this, it's less than the price of Xbox game pass, which I actually do believe is becoming a thing in a lot of discussions I'm having with friends. They're stating that they're quicker to buy a game. If it's less than the cost of the subscription of game pass yeah. and that and it, is, that makes a lot of psychological sense. So if you're like, what is it? 1599 right now? For if you're not doing deals for Game Pass, mm -hmm. so a nine ninety nine, yeah, so nine ninety nine, somebody's like, well, that's it's cheaper than Game Pass, where you get to nineteen ninety nine, and then people are like, well, that's one month of Game Pass, and I, yeah. I wonder how big that's going to become as a thing. I, I do feel like certain games do sell really well. Like it just depends on the product. Like if you have good word of mouth, because your games like like the Fall Guys, like right. Right, when it well, remember Fall Guys it, didn't do well. Oh, okay, sorry. When it initially Continue. launched, it was only on PlayStation. I think you yeah. got it on. It was on PlayStation and, and maybe PC, maybe PC at first, but you got it on PlayStation Plus when it first came out. And I don't know about you guys. I do feel free games need to go away. Um, free? because yeah, because I start. They're always attached to microtransactions now. Yeah, and I just feel that that when so rumble all-stars or whatever on the playstation i believe that was free yeah. i could be wrong but i thought that was free bleeding edge was free i don't and know I if it was free but it was at least on ps plus yeah so i'm just what i'm saying is i feel that those free games and i'm not talking about like a game that's specifically made for multi online or whatever but whenever i see free game now i mean we all know it's not free we all know that we yeah. all know that there's something, whether it be in an MMO or whatever, and I, MMOs, I guess, I would hold outside of this clause. But I would yeah, like companies yeah. to stop saying, you know, we have a free multiplayer free shooter. Free to play. Yeah. Instead, be like, our multiplayer shooter starts at the basic price of $19.99 or whatever. And throw some yeah. cool skins in there. Um, instead of hiding all the skins, do a medium ground. I think medium ground is lost right now in gaming. I, there's just no medium ground. I think that there are good ways of doing free to play and they're bad ways like you know there's no no you don't like it but i feel like destiny does a decent succession with free like you get certain the old raids free when they get rebrought into it they actually have a good system it's called bright dust it's it's pretty much like the free in game as long as you work for it you can i'm talking about bright. the release lord addict oh, when a game release? comes out because destiny costs money when you at, when it yeah, first yeah, I, I can see. So it's I get what you're saying. For a while, though. Yeah, well, but I mean, I day I one, it was more about. I guess I'm talking more about the microtransaction part of it, where there's actually like I don't initially agree with the loot boxes and Overwatch, but I felt like that is a better way of doing free to play stuff. Well, it wasn't free to play either, but the, the microtransaction than you know locking everything behind the the wall. Right, but no like... game is Destiny. Destiny is able to do free to play right now because they have so much content. I'm talking about day one releases where they just don't have that much content is what yeah. I'm talking okay. about. Um well, you're absolutely you right. Destiny's done fine now, even though they vault vaulted shit, but yeah we'll, we'll they, ignore they, they that definitely, entire conversation. They've dropped the they've dropped the ball multiple times. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Johnny. 
What what do you think of games like because for example I've played you know Dota two and League and they have a similar kind of monetization way yeah. in which it's skins right that's the main thing let's say um, that's kind of driving the revenue and what I found cool for example in Dota two is that you would have um, normal people that would create skins and you know show them to uh, to valve i don't know and valve would sell them part of the uh proceeds would go to them right to the actual creators of the skin so kind of everybody wins so and then also part of that goes towards their annual big tournament they do called the international you know where players earn like i don't know millions of dollars right every year so in a way when you buy a skin in the game you are not only like giving back to a game that you enjoy, but you know, you're giving to the creator of that particular skin. You're also then driving money into the ecosystem of the esport itself. Uh, so, you know, the tournament grows bigger. And as a result, their international started at 1 million. And I think the last one was like 30, 40 million prize pool, right? Just from mainly from the skins. Well, is that the exception though? As I think it to the is. Rule? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I don't think that's a really widely practiced model in in games, is it? Well, I, I just gave you two examples, right? So you have totally different companies. So League of Legends and Dota have a similar, but they're identical oh, okay. styles of games. And that's I think true. I think that's that true. we've also seen companies release where you paid up front as well. I think also we're we're getting in the mucks here, which is fine, which is where a game that's been out for a long time we think is awesome because of what it offers and then you realize day one it didn't offer very much stuff you want to try yeah, and i, I can't speak mean, towards those because i don't remember it but um i mean yeah you're right johnny there's ways but also you can't sell skins for a game no one owns yet and so what happens is those yeah. ecosystems build up over time yeah. and um i agree i think if a come here's what i would like from a dota style game 1999 comes out with some really cool skins, skins that look fucking awesome. Not your shit ass brown pantaloons looking <laughs> fucking every here's your blue, red, green reskins. I'm talking you get it, you got a couple skins there that you're pretty happy regardless. You're like these look awesome and I would say Apex did a good job at this. Where I liked mm -hmm. some of the skins in Apex. Apex's shooting is also fantastic. Then you say we're going to let community sell. I think that's awesome because in a weird way, skins are like mods, except you get paid for them. Yep. Not even in a weird way. I would, I mean, they, that yeah. is what they are. Yeah. Um, that is the best way to keep a game going is and having good gameplay behind it, which those two games do. But the fucking graveyard, the funeral home filled of titles that are like League of Legends that did not succeed is massive. It is. It would choke wrong. a necromancer. Yeah. It is un, unfucking believable <laughs> how many have failed. So I think you're pointing the two big ones that have done spectacular versus right. even look at Hearthstone. It sucked for a long time. Remember? I mean, you know, you had multiple card games that started and tried too, and but you've got a couple yeah. big remember, ones. Remember that Fable Legends game that came out? The card no, I game, don't. The there's been there's never been a Fable Legends Come and game. Gone. <laughs> no, no, no. Fa uh, what, Fable Fortune. That's I know. I was Fable Oh, Fable yeah. Fortune, not Fable Legends. Yeah, okay. that they they shut down. Um, but so I was looking. Uh, oh, go for it. I wanted to know uh, average price of games released on Steam. Can you find uh, that? Huh? You can find that, huh? I didn't know that was a. a yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. 
there are some people who run the stats for that. Oh, right. Uh, released, not bought. That's that would be something else. So the average uh, game price for everything released uh, last year was seven point eight bucks. Seven point eight dollars. Uh, and 50% uh, of games released in that year cost five bucks or less. With the top uh, 1% being uh, 40 bucks or more. So what? only 1% of all games released on Steam in that year were cost 40 bucks or more. But I feel like... Is that Humble Bundle included? Well, everything that released to Steam. So that's pretty dead set against what I had said, which was $9.99 would be a good price. They're going even lower. Wow, but how 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 many of those games are being bought though? Too he said though that's, that's bought. That's why that is said yeah, that's only explicitly said and not bought. That's just bought or just released. Wait, just released. Just, just released. released. I apologize. I apologize. I'm sorry. Okay, that does change a little bit. Okay, yeah. right. Because you can have a lot of hmm. low quality yeah. games that are yeah. pushed out. Right? I oh, okay. Yeah. If that had been bought, that would have completely kiboshed my no, example no. of pricing. No, no idea released. about what what of those are actually bought. That's it's interesting time, man. It's interesting time. It's also PCs, Steam Deck are a lot of people's PCs now. Well, not a lot. They've done well, but it's nowhere near a lot. But I'm saying their uh, lower cost PCs can play a lot of those cheaper games too. And we're getting streaming as well that allows for that. And it, it's cool to see so many avenues for game players, man. Like, yeah. man, I remember it was like I knew the price of a Sega Genesis game because that was going to be the price. There was no. There's no homebrew. There's no itch.io. You know, there was none yeah, of this yeah. good old games without DRM and all this shit. And now, <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it is hard, though. How many times have you guys been like, did I buy this game? Oh, fuck. I already bought this game. Or is this game on Game Pass? I'm going to buy it. And then it comes out on Game Pass the next day. You know, we've like Abzi who gets hit by that at least once a week where he's like, I'm going <laughs> to get this game. And then the next week he's like, God damn it, it's out on Game Pass. But uh, that's a good problem to have, I suppose. You know, like if there's any problem to have, it's that you're able to get something at a good cost and it's coming out cheaper anyway. But well, yeah, so something that's that's I was looking for, like sales statistics now, just a little snippet from that uh, majority of the titles that were in the top sellers. So 13 out of 24 games in the top sellers were also top sellers in 2019. Yeah, so, so that's a problem. Sell for a long time. Games sell for a long time, but they also hold back other games. Like, that is one thing I've talked about with even GTA is, like, it shows GTA is amazing. Amazing. Like, you, there's no fighting that GTA 5, it's been yeah. modded to hell. It's, a, it's, un, it's, its own, it's a platform, obviously. Um, but it's also showed that other companies don't want to hit that either. I mean, even Ubisoft hasn't really wanted to go directly against them. And it's hard. I mean, you get Saints Row, which is terrible. You know, that's your competition. GTA is sort of, do you know what the competition for GTA is? GTA. Like GTA yeah. 6 will be GTA yep. 5's competition, which In that fact, is not compare... a good ecosystem. Sorry. Yeah. No, I was, sorry. I was just going to say if you compare... The Saints Road that came out this year, which you reviewed, with GTA Five, which oh. came out how long ago? It's dude. <laughs> it's it's so poor. It's Wizard Fingers compared to a good hot dog. It's worse than <laughs> yeah. that. It's worse than that. It's Agents of Mayhem is better than Saints Row, and Agents of wow. Mayhem was bad. Wow. That and that goes to That's show rough. you it's rough wow. when the edge is removed from your game because you're yes. so nervous about all this stuff and you get these mediocre boilerplate games it's a buffet with no seasoning you know it's like oh there's all these foods and you grab yeah. them and you're just like but none of them tastes 
different than the other. They're that's the code fish. What you're gonna no, say? No, that was it. Uh, that's one of the biggest like problem I have with consolidation with these third parties, like Embracer Group and stuff. It's like mm. I don't want you buying up franchises that I love if you're not gonna actually properly take care of them. Yeah. Well, beyond destroy all humans too, at least was taken care yeah, of. Yeah, that was good. That was, that was good. good. That was good. Um, but like Reg and I always joke around, man. You can't be upset that Embracer Group buys your company when Embracer Group has stated clearly that their idea of AAA is not the same as everybody else's, and they are yep. out to hit mediocrity. I mean, he's stated very clearly. He's like, yes. we're not spending a ton of money because it doesn't make sense. Um, that's why Saints Row shouldn't have been made by them. It doesn't make any sense. Saints Row isn't uh, a Destroy All Humans. Destroy All Humans is more of a baby open world, and it's got a lot of humor based around an alien, and it's pretty self-contained. Saints Row was about a big story, crazy shit, and they released one of the most milk toast games known to man. I mean, it was stunning in how little they they did. I'm not gonna say tried to do, but they did. Like it's it's unfortunate, man. Saints Row that hurts my heart a little bit. It's almost like yeah. if somebody got a really bad Final Fantasy. What would you feel? Let's bring it back to your question, right? Like free if there's versus, a nipple. Like on the if back there's of a nipple, <laughs> would there be a pinky coming out? No, of the go butt? ahead. What were you no. gonna say? Uh, <laughs> Imagine a world in the world where Saints Row is free, right? So same game. Um, okay, maybe not same game. We would imagine it maybe offers less stuff, right? Maybe less skins or like less customization or something, but it's free. Do you think that it would do better or worse than, you know, a and they were trying to make hey, money on skins. Is that what you mean? If it was free, but it had some skins you could buy? They would have to, yeah, they would have to have some other kind of microtransaction thing, right? I mean, player base would be higher, but I got to tell you, uh, after a couple days, when you start seeing people be like, there's nothing going on in this game, I just don't see that game. Why yeah, would you buy a skin for a game you're enough, never going right? to play? Yeah. Yeah. That's like saying, you know, page 86 of this 300 page book is really cool. I'm going to read the rest of the book. Nobody ever says that. Nobody. That would be the yeah. dumbest yeah. fucking thing also, to ever just say. Because something's free to play doesn't mean that anyone's playing it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Lawbreakers yeah. will point That's that out. That's a good point. Oh, yeah. man. Lawbreakers had developed. Dude, Lawbreakers that. will continually always be remembered as a good example of how things can go wrong. Just utterly, wow. spectacularly, unbelievably wrong by or it. Or that Platinum game with Square, which was it? Paradise? Um, ba Babylon. Paradise. No. Babylon. Babylon. Oh, Babylon's Fall. Babylon, if Babylon's Fall, Fall which, which, I mean, the discs just got destroyed because shops can't sell it and shit. So, well, I mean, was, that, was that made by Platinum again? I think Babylon's Fall. Platinum. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't think that was. I think Paradise oh, was. Maybe. Yeah, I think maybe it, I it was mixed that up. But we knew what you meant. I mean, that it's a, I it's a good. I mean Babylon's Fall. No matter yeah. I don't know how I connected those, but yeah. I, yeah. Well, I because to be brutally honest, if you look at Babylon's Fall and you look at no, Strangers of Paradise. Oh, okay. They, they have a graphical style that's a little they bit do. gritty and the same dirty look to both games. Um, and the same... Yeah you know ass asinine gameplay design so I mean, in a way i think avengers had the right idea which is we're gonna charge for this game and oh. we're gonna try to offer something you know polished with a campaign and the multiplayer whereas they could have said well you know it's gonna be a multiplayer with cosmetic with microtransactions and stuff free to play but they went the other route yeah but here's uh, the thing why would you ever play a fucking why would you 
Dude, Even if it's that free. game fucking sucks. <laughs> Why would you go into a game world and play a game? So it's free, right? Free gets you to download it. Right. Free gets you to download yeah. it. So you download yeah. it and you go into Avengers and the fucking level is two tunnels that go to the same spot. It's the worst level design you've ever seen. Nobody, <laughs> if people are playing that, what does that say about gamers? The, the sad part about it. Sorry, I'm not is... mad at you. I'm, I'm frustrated uh, by that i don't think we should ever say they had any proper idea they uh, took the biggest goddamn ip in the world and they the made world. a shit <laughs> how do you do that how does somebody yeah. sit and say we're going to make sure just, sorry they i'm probably just were just no they probably just said that for that reason like oh this is the biggest fucking ip in the world we'll just shit something out and people will buy it because it's the biggest ip in the world and this yeah the sad part about it is like the concept was good it's just they executed it horribly and it's just like imagine like what they do on destiny with raids you're doing that with like fighting thanos or like any of the the, the villains in mcu they had they literally had a window that could have led to like the gr one of the greatest experience and they're like you know what let's do everything i agree wrong. with what johnny's like, saying they had the proper i'll give them one kudo they had the, the proper like, pricing the idea, idea for and, what they yeah. could have done if they had delivered a game behind it well that's like anthem anthem had the best two minutes of combat i've seen in a long time that's it though <laughs> two minutes yeah. i've never seen a game like that that was the game that was basically blue balling you it was like, oh. Oh, oh, and you're just like, what's going on with this game? What are you doing? I was having so much fun at times in Anthem. It was ridiculous. <laughs> oh, I was yeah. like spinning up going like, and I was talking to Abzi and Takedown. We were like, dude, this dude, if they, they, they can't make the game this short though. We were doing the demo or whatever it was, the beta. And we were like, it can't, there's no way they're going to short change everything and have you like go to a loading screen. This must just be for the beta because they're <laughs> locking stuff off because no human in the world other than the devs thought that that would ever happen. And then you get that yeah. official game, and you're like, "This is the best one minute combat." Interrupted by a million things, like the the most cock blocking I've ever seen. In it it is the most cock blocking I've oh, ever seen. You're having it fun. Is. Here's a one. Avengers is terrible game. sex you can't remember. Yes. And you, the chick looks good, or the dude looks good, or whatever you, you whatever forget. way you swing. And then yeah, or you took an yeah. Ambien, and you're like, "Did we do anything last night?" You yeah. pee weird. Yeah. You pee weird. So you're like, "We obviously did." I and think that almost like to be, it. It, I don't know if it trans translates as much to games, but I think about this with movies a lot where it's like being unremarkable is almost worse than it being like a complete failure, I think. Yeah. To me, at least, there's more criticism in, like, if your shit is just completely boring and forgettable, as opposed to if it's, like, a total nightmare and it's just awful, at least you can ironically, like, laugh at how goofy the whole thing is. Especially, it works better with movies, because there's terrible movies that are still really good. I'll say I agree with that, but I think it does require a, a mediocre movie. I don't know if it's worse, but I will say it's when the expectation is there of something better. So like if a mediocre game movie comes out, I wouldn't even know about it. Yeah. But it's when they have a little bit of something, you know, like sure. there's, there, yeah. and that's what I think of it. That's why I think I'm so mad about Avengers idiot versus if it was uh dark horse comics or something where I didn't know the comic characters as much. If that was a B I might play it because of interest. Cause I don't sure. know. So versus yep. knowing the Avengers, but I get you. Yeah. Cause B movies I love, even though they're terrible, right? You're like, Correct. dude, this movie's yeah. 
terrible. <laughs> Even um, if it's unintentionally terrible, at least you can like ironically laugh. enjoy it and laugh. laugh. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it just to True. me, it's like I turn something on and it's this kind of just mid-grade boring, like recycled fucking bullshit. You're just like, this is the worst yeah experience because i can't really laugh at it well, and it's not good and it's not drawing it's not you in terrible. even because it's bad exactly yeah. it's just boring yeah, yeah. Well, for, for you for sure but imagine from the creator's point of view you know if it's a total disaster they just they're sunk right so yeah they definitely oh prefer dude, indifference and correct some of the yeah. it's got to be yeah. the hardest i i yeah. brutal man I, I, brutal brutal in a way that is Dude. It's not just money. It's like <laughs> time of your life. And it's because everybody I wants to tell years? you, including stupid bastards like me, want to tell you how bad it is. Right. right? And, That's how, and ultimately... how they could <sighs> single-handedly have oh. fixed your game. Dude, how digital. Yeah. I like Digital Foundry, there? but there's a couple times, because I talked to John. I really like John. I like them all. But there's a couple times where a couple people there are a little too highfalutin for their own good. And they're like, well, I don't know why they did this. And it's like, exactly. Stop there. You don't Correct. know why. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Because the more you talk, have some humility. Right? Have like some. This group of smart. You were people. not involved in that, so you yeah. don't fucking know. And just shut yeah. up. And instead, it keeps going. And I'm like, I'm turning off this. I can't. I can't fucking handle you pretending like you know exactly. That same thing happens yeah. with games. Somebody be like, well, this game has this. This other game doesn't. It. They must be lazy. And you're all, dude. It's a different engine. It's di different people with different abilities. It's a, yeah. you know, there, there's a lot. It would suck to be a game dev, man, it, on a bad yeah. game. You'd just be like, oh, yeah. my God. You go to Twitter and you got that. Imagine the, the feeling in your gut when you start just seeing, you know, those. Coming up, you're like, oh. Yeah. And, oh, dude, have you? I, I'm trying to remember a time where that's happened in my life, but where your fate every. You're just you get the ringing in like your ears. Something hot on your face. Bad. And you're yeah. like, uh-oh, you know, this is not this is not doing well. Yeah, the it's gaming community in particular is just fucking so entitled. I think sometimes when it comes to stuff like that too, it's like, well, you know, we like are. I, for example, like I don't code, like I don't, I don't know the ins and outs of those different, you know, intricacies of those systems. So I'm not gonna just like jump on Twitter and be like, you guys are fucking morons and you should have done it this way because it's like I have no idea how that works and I don't know, you know, how much. Yeah. Just think about how much like blood, sweat, and tears actually went into them trying. You know, sometimes it just it feels like they don't get much of a, a yeah, fair but shake. In, in a way, know? the worst people are the ones that know just enough. Oh God, of course. Yeah, yeah. They to know. Think they know better. Yeah. Dude. And that's the people who Ar armchair who think psychologists they can... or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> armchair the experts who put forward yeah. a tweak that will solve the game without having yeah. any idea of the inner workings of that project. And if you guys noticed, a lot of times, the reason why it's worse is because they do know a little bit, so it sounds intellectual. Yeah. So they'll be like, yeah. blah, 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 or blah, blah, and it sounds, yeah. you'll be like, well, their idea might be, you know, you hear, you read it on Twitter, and you're like, that does sound like a good idea. And then instead of people saying, why did it maybe not happen? People are like, that does sound like a good idea, and, and it might be a valid idea, but not taking into account all this other stuff you know it's almost yeah. like watching a race and being like well that guy could have won if he went faster you're like yeah we pretty much <laughs> all know that like yeah. what the fuck are we talking about right now right um yeah. moving on from here let's talk about another spectacular success which is google so they dropped stadia <laughs> and they're doing full refunds guys they're oh, doing wait, full they, refunds they of the hardware it? they draw it's done they dropped oh, stadia. yeah it yeah. ends this month i believe or it, within a month no january i'm january. sorry uh, Oh, well, okay. So three months, three or four months. Well, at least they're doing wow. the full refund. 
Yeah, hardware full refunds, um, which also shows they must not have sold a lot of hardware. Sorry, but sometimes it's not what you say. It's how you say it. And by stating, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're like, oh, that must not have been their bottom line then. Um, Did they ever upgrade the specs on their, um, like, cloud hardware or whatever? Or did it just – because I, if I remember correctly, it started out – it's kind of just like a mid-range PC, right, essentially? It was, I, I, from what I understand, it was it never changed. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Full, full refunds, Man. though. That's a yeah. – that, I mean, hey – that's a positive for consumers to be like, okay, you know, yeah. you're at least get they're making it right. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, what's interesting from that is that from all the different like cloud game services, I would expect Google to be the most resilient just because they have the, the hardware, the infrastructure, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's hard to tank on a project with Google in a way, cause you just have <laughs> all the resources. No, the, the Google graveyard, the Google grave. That's true. That's yeah. True. But, but what Johnny's saying does track, which is you would think yeah. you would think if the expert yeah. comes forward and says, we're the ones who run the internet, which they do. You're like, well, if anybody's going to be able to handle all the tech issues, which they actually did, what they didn't handle was the thing that's most important, which was consumer onboarding. Those guys yep, didn't yes. know. They were like, oh, hey, you have to terrible. buy a special version of this, blah, blah, blah. And you're looking at it going, yeah. wait, what? And then and then yeah. Game Pass Game Pass made, I mean, inroads instantly. And Google never did. They just continued to chop away. And, it, and then once you fire, not fire, but once you dissolve those internal teams, then, you know, it's like, oh, we're not doing first person anymore. And you're like, well, wait. And by the way, if you've ever followed Sega systems, many Sega systems, you knew they were going to the graveyard when they when you found out like the new virtual fighter wasn't coming out on the Sega system. You knew it was the next one because that system was losing its first party. You know, the and if the first party isn't driving anything, you're pretty screwed. And so, yeah, it went away. I mean, yeah. streaming is hard to get into. Stadia was, was fucking terrible. awful, I feel like. Yeah, oh, so terrible. Bad. Yeah. Yeah, whenever you get those meetings where you have the talking head come up there and they're like, you know, we can do this, blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, well, yeah, what games are there? And then suddenly yeah, like, we have, we're going to have negative latency and yeah, what, what other stuff. Oh, my God, they did. They were the ones who said negative yeah, latency, yeah. didn't they? <laughs> wow. Yeah, because they were marketing, if you remember, they were marketing this controller as a magical device yeah. that doesn't connect to your Bluetooth, right? I think I think it connected yeah. to your network, and yeah. the idea was that merge oh, no, everything. It's not, yeah, it's not going into your computer, and then no, it's like through the net, and it's just <laughs> kind of reminds kind of reminds me of those TV shows that like make fun of stuff. They're like, well, how does it work? It just works. Yeah, like, yeah. it just works. <laughs> or a Star Trek episode so where they're like, first you have different to, angle. Star Trek yeah. where they're like, you you get the flesticles and you spin them around the warp core Polysium crystal, uh, and you're just like. All right, and it works. Yeah. And it's and, this unappealing, yeah. white, cheap-ass controller yeah. that nobody wants to play with, and, like, you have to use that. I will tell you what, though. If they had one positive, and I'm going to bring this up for the rest of my life because I think it is a big positive, um, they were doing picture-in-picture and muxing on their side, meaning if you were playing Rainbow Six and you wanted to see four other players picture-in-picture on your screen, they could do it with no impact to your latency no impact here. They didn't, but I'm saying yeah. that's what they showed for a couple racing games and stuff. I would kill for that. If I would that's kill, because awesome. we've done it yeah. here at my house. I have a picture-in-picture -picture HDMI splitter, so I can, like, if I'm playing Halo, I could have other people's Halo games in the corner while I'm looking at this just to see where they are, if you want to. And it, I got to tell you, it's actually pretty sweet, especially if you're doing, like, a strategic game where you're like, okay, brick, you know, go in the door right now, like, ready or not, or those games that are police mm. procedurals. You could do stuff that's beyond belief 
You, you know, you have these amazing experiences. Um, so their ideas, they had some very good ideas, but Google's graveyard is filled with very good ideas. And, yeah. you know, yeah. it's a little bit like the League of Legends thing where it's the graveyard of, of failures and is in just In a way, you're right, because you only hear from the people who succeeded in the end, like in the yeah. long run. Right. So if you ask, Gmail you know, is the one you hear about. You Gmail, don't hear about yeah. all those other ones. Yeah. So if you ask Riot, like, oh, what did you do to succeed? Well, we did these things that didn't work for 200 other people, 2,000 other people. Yeah. But it worked for them. So it... Yeah, it's not fair for us to just look at the top dogs. And... I think their ideas, um, you know, we're seeing it in GeForce. We're seeing all the streaming, and I, I did the walking the walk streaming, and it worked perfect. I mean, streaming's definitely catching on, which is phenomenal. I'm really excited for that. Yeah, I think, I think we have a streaming world sooner to us than people think. I would like... say that as I've checked out GeForce Now on my Fire Stick, so basically having a 3800 in the cloud and playing Valhalla on that Fire Stick, which was only 29 bucks, I was like, okay, now we're getting to the point to where price-wise, this is a no-brainer. Like this just Wait, doesn't there's even an app on Fire Stick? Yeah, or... you can you can sideload it, but sideloading is side one button. Yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah. But I got it sideloaded and I run it. And that's how the entire Walking the Walk was videoed for Valhalla wow. was through the Fire Stick. Um, huh. So you're looking at these systems that, yeah, I would agree. I think we're looking at a streaming. I mean, Far Cry never felt perfect, even though I have really low latency monitor and stuff. There was always, there was something about it that, you know, it, it, it's latency wasn't even that bad. It just didn't feel exactly native, but it still felt yeah. good. But uh, we're getting to that point, guys. Like we're, you know, the more they fix the structure of these routers and really, you know, dial in on, you know, how to handle bandwidth and stuff like that, we're seeing some pretty incredible things. Speaking of incredible, though, I wanted to get your guys' ideas on this because this blew me away. I believed in DLSS 3, but holy shit, did you guys see the stuff yesterday on that? It is impressive. It is mind-blowing what DLSS 3 can do. Like, I am genuinely excited now about buying a 4090 and buying a generator for my house so I can run it. <laughs> like, I am... Gas, like gas-powered Yeah, You guys will hear me doing podcasts, and behind me it'll sound like a helicopter. But uh, did you guys see the DLSS 3 uh, cyberpunk video and Spider-Man videos? Anybody see no. this but me? Hold, no. dude. I haven't seen it, yeah. That frame that so I don't know if you guys remember Force Unleashed 2 was thinking about doing frame interpolation where they were faking a frame in between and they tried and they couldn't really get it working. But that's basically what DLSS 3 does. It is phenomenal. They were showing 60 FPS versus now they couldn't say the frame rate, but they said percentages. And once you start really dialing it in on some of these games, Cyberpunk looks to be hitting 200 plus FPS at 4K. <laughs> wow. Ultra oh, settings. Shit. Yeah. And the video on Digital Foundry was like mind blowing. I was just all holy Holy balls. shit. Yeah, it was the first time I've ever been like and you know, DLSS has got better. One was rough, right? Yeah. And then you get yeah. two and you're like, wow, this is good in two point one. And then you get FSR one, rough. FSR two, you're like, damn. XLSS, which is the Intel one, looks very good as well. It's got some issues, but their first tries are good. But this thing using AI, the best part about this is people don't realize almost 99% of the time when you don't get high frame rates, it is actually a CPU. Well, what this does mm. is it takes that off the CPU because it's doing it in the GPU. So you'll get a game that is frame rate limited by your CPU, but if you use DLSS, it jumps back up. And they were, it was 
friggin Spider-Man was like 118 versus 220. And I was just like, and they were showing, they, here's one of the things they said. There's the occasional artifact or glitch, but because there's so many frames being delivered, they had to record it like 140 frames per second, then slow it down. And that frame that was glitched was only appearing, I think he said, 0.6 milliseconds. So for wow. 0.6 milliseconds, you might get a, a leg that's slightly in a bar. And then because there's so many other frames that are correct, there is, he, he was like, they, matter of fact, Digital Foundry is not the only one. The other group I talked about who's testing this, we're saying testing is very difficult because at some point it doesn't make sense to point that out because the hu mm. it is well beyond human recognition at all. Correct. They were seeing it yeah. perfectly and then they would slow it down and record at a rating none of us yeah. record at. Nobody, I'm not recording for a review at 120. 144. At, if 144. <laughs> and we're getting now to the point to where you're talking in the three to five hundreds. Wow. It is. And all at, all at a 4K fidelity. All the 4K fidelity because it's, wow. and what's funny about that is 4K native, especially with TLAA or any of those, they have a tendency to remove data. But because of the way the DLSS, XLSS, FSR is a little different. But the way these two do it, they're reconstructing data and they're actually adding data to the picture. They're actually adding data. So you're no longer getting a cheat. You're actually, it makes sense to run it versus not. And that's what blows me away. They're showing uh, Tomb Raider. And they were like at 120 native versus, you know, using these reconstructions algorithms. And you're seeing more data in trees. You're seeing more leaf particles in trees because of how it reconstructs and the intelligence of reconstruction. It's gotcha. And are you, are you going to have to have a 40 series card? So to, to utilize, it's a good point. It's got the yeah. same chip, but it's more advanced in the 40. So he did indicate in an interview, they did state it is possible to have a DLSS three on the thirties, but okay. it would not be as efficient. Here's the thing. Gotcha. If efficiency is 20%, of what we were seeing on the 4090, you are still, still seeing a number of frames more, anywhere from 20 to 40. I mean, dude, the numbers were seeing 600% improvement. You're like, what, what? the shit? It's just like, like almost like overkill, right? I mean, like there's nothing that's even gonna utilize that kind of horsepower. Well, to give I you mean, an example, they were doing Cyberpunk on the highest ray tracing, which to be sure. honest on a 3080 and a 3090 isn't really smooth. And gotcha. it was beyond no. smooth. The one yeah. that they showed that blew me away was a car drive in in Cyberpunk with everything cranked. And it was just wow. like the smoothest thing you've ever seen. And to look at it wow. and be like, holy shit. Dude, on the shit. 3090, it chugged a bit uh, on yeah. driving yep. at times, uh, man. Yep. yep. Yeah. And now we've got Microsoft and all these guys looking at And, of course, Insomniac has looked at ray tracing at different um, levels, uh, you know, slightly lower um, you know, fidelity for ray tracing because you can't tell. Look at yeah. Spider-Man with ray tracing now. It looks phenomenal. And most people would look at it and not be able to tell the difference. So it's just like, they're not the only ones. Intel's doing it. Like this, it, uh, AI is, dude, it's in, it's insane, <laughs> man. I mean, it's, but, oh, I'm, what you I'm said genuinely me, shocked. The fact that it's possible or even likely that, ship, that it's it's possible. That 30 series will be able to run the LSS Something 3 because- of, yeah. So, or awesome. like some, yeah. you know, yeah, tangent diminished yeah. capacity. Because what I heard was that it was only going to be available. That's what everybody heard. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's only now when there was an, one interview where he said technically because this particular, some of the chips are there, they're just not as advanced. It's almost like having an yeah. old NVIDIA versus a new one. You can hack it and it will see improvements. He just said it wouldn't be as vast, which 
makes sense. Let's say the chip is in there, but it doesn't have some advancements and it runs at 50% the speed. That still doesn't mean you won't see an improvement. Right. And I think we're mm -hmm. seeing that already with DLSS 2. 2. Point, yeah, man. What are we at? For it's DLSS? awesome. 2.1, 2.5 for DLSS. Dude, consoles, you know, you know that the next consoles, there is no way these guys are going to let that kind of stuff slide. They're going to figure yeah. out a way to get an AI, even if it's get like Microsoft figuring out a way to add a chip where after the entire game is drawn, it just uses a chip that its only job is to upscale intelligently. I mean, Reg has a, well, my TV does it. I don't know. Reg, you're still running the older uh, OLED, right? Yep. But look at the yep, new TVs. Qualcomm, they've got fucking AI chips in there for upscaling already, and that's in TVs from last year. So, yeah. You know, it's it's exciting, mm -hmm. man. I can't wait. I want to see it. Badass. I want yeah. to, dude. The ability to be able to do that and get those frames and remove some of that overhead from you know your CPU. Which did you guys see AMD's reviews for the new CPUs? Ninety-five Celsius consistently. Yeah. Yep. By design. By right? design. So just like, it's the first chip ever cooling, where your cooling will, will matter. Just... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If, if you have better cooling, we'll just push it. <laughs> 95 <laughs> Celsius? My chip has never run 95 Celsius. Same. Ever. Yeah. Like, either. And they said every single one of their chips goes to 95, by the way. Yeah. All the new wow. ones. So you Even will lose cheaper, performance. Even the cheaper 7, ones. 7,600. Yeah. You have to keep a and... squirt bottle by your... <laughs> <laughs> or, or put it outside on a, in its own, yeah. like, outside your house, you know, and, and yeah. hope the sun does for, for reference, by the way, I have a 3,900X... Um, no, sorry, a 3700X running on the stock cooler from AMD. Yeah. And that peaks at, you know, 5560C. Wow. So yeah. the diff, you know, and I know it's like a slightly older. Right. Um, but did you see the wattage from the AMD too? It's insane. Oh, yeah. Dude, imagine putting a 3090 DDRM5, which takes Alongside, more watts, a new motherboard. Oh. You are talking some s s s serious electricity bills. Because that, by the juice. way, that you're that's easily twice what I'm running. As in wattage-wise, if I were to switch out right now, and I have a very powerful system, if I were to switch out right now, there's a very high chance I would be at double the wattage at times of what I'm taking right now. <laughs> like crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Awesome. Awesome though. It's also awesome, because awesome. how many times have we bitched that companies are sort of flagging behind, you know, Intel's out there just like, here's an extra cash. You know, here's a little bit of this. And, <laughs> and this time AMD and Intel are like, hey man, we're just not going to worry yeah. about electricity at yeah. all. I'm I'm looking at my uh my CPU sitting at 70. So yes, yeah, that's crazy. Your CPU's at 70? Mm -hmm. My CPU never goes higher than 45. Even overclocked to 5 gig, yeah. Yeah, but I have a big triple all-in-one cooler. Radiator? Yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah, I bought a radiator and I put push, or not push pull, but double pull. I put uh, uh, fans on top. So it sucks. Because oh. sometimes they'll blow in and they'll hit that case foam and it'll like sort of slow that air down. So if you put yeah. a fan on top, I, I removed about like 15 degrees Celsius just by putting a USB $9 fan on top of the case as well to pull air out <laughs> it's pretty crazy i was telling i think i was yeah. telling reg i can't remember maybe abzi but i was getting some pretty hot interior case temperatures they were never throttling but i was noticing you know i was like that's a little yeah. that's a little heated especially on a hot day like now you're mm. starting to add you know some some issues yeah, um, I, I had that once one summer and then i just put every every case hole that there was a fan on there yeah, yeah, that's what I did. That's what I did. What's amazing like, with yeah. these USB fans is, of course, you can plug them into the outlets too, but they run off the case. 
because they're super low wattage. And I was like, well, I'll try one. And I bought a double for nine bucks and I put it on there and turn it in. It was like instantly all the hard drives dropped, which I've had issues with hard drives. I will admit I did this more for the hard drive side because hard drives getting up there in temp. I've had some unlucky hard drive malfunctions yeah. and yeah like that one cost me three thousand dollars to replace oh my god you know because oh, all shit. the acg stuff was on there now i back up everything <laughs> but that was a horrible hard drive no other hard drive failed the one with all of my work stuff failed. of course you know it's just like sending it to a clean room is expensive like they told me she was like we can probably get it all but you're looking at like you know 3k and i was like well dude it's all my artwork it's every it's contracts it's everything really stupid on my part that's why i tell everybody back up to the cloud and and if possible back up you know an image or two i have dual backups in multiple places now I'm like fuck that shit that ain't happening again he's which got, is nice for when windows crashes you just hit a button got, and backs up he's got one of those things where he's he's got to physically break a wall to get another one that's yeah or i or and i've got like nuclear code switches to get the code for out, out of yeah. it um so but looking at like, other games i wanted to ask you guys about horror games so scorn's coming out we also get dead space remake and we get Cal, uh, callisto Calico good callisto protocol yeah, protocol. yeah so are you guys hand, uh, horror fans i think reg isn't the biggest i'm not a diehard I, i'm Go in ahead. the middle I'm you're in the, in the middle. middle what about you idiot are you a I'm fan? Big of, horror fan. Big yes. horror fan. Okay, so like, yeah. what's one of your favorite? Like, what are you talking? Resident Evil horror, or really Silent Hill, or or all of them? Uh, dead. I mean, speaking of Dead Space, I mean that's one of my favorites. Um, I I like it all. I mean, I love Resident Evil. I've always been a fan of those uh, that series. Um, I love horror movies. Super into horror movies. Yeah. Um, super big on that. Um, but I'd say uh, from the recent news, I've looked a little bit at score, and it looks definitely interesting with kind of like the organic. Yeah. Gun. Everything's a vagina. Shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty creepy. Some kind of HR Geiger vibes yeah. with that. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, yeah, Dead Space remake. I'm super stoked for Dead Space okay. is one of my favorite games. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Cool. What about you, Johnny? Are you a Dead Space? Uh... I'm. I'm uh, no, I I like Dead Space a lot, but yeah. for the mystery and like Lovecraftian vibe mm. from it, more than like the horror as much. And it also depends on the horror because stuff that leans a lot on body like, horror surprises and stuff like that. I don't like that. I like oh, okay. the more psychological subtle yeah like like you're saying a bit more like creepy you know that yeah. i like when it's a good well-constructed thing what about you yeah. addict you said you were in the middle here for horror yeah um i guess i'm more of like i like the action horror stuff like the dead spaces the cholesterol protocol like I'm not really for the like the Five Nights at Freddy's stuff where they okay. like try to get you a jump scares. Like, right. yeah. I, I think I actually might have my girl stream that one time. I think that might be entertaining, but it's just like those just creep me out. Like, cause to this day, like, you know, I can't play Hellblade because I can't, like, there's something about my soul that just can't. When she starts whispering in your ears and stuff, I'm like, <laughs> right. I can't, gotcha. I can't, I can't play it. Like, I just can't do it. So there's certain like, triggers that i just can't handle and a lot of the horror stuff they 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 love so i have to... a question then what about alan wake do you consider yeah. that playable mm. i'd have to play it first god damn oh. son <laughs> one of the greats one of the greats and it's yeah. american yeah. horror which is a little easier i think for me to very engage stephen with. king very yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, i yeah. mean yeah, that they they but they they carry see, that load like. and are pretty open about how yeah. Stephen King is that one is. The yeah. mystery drove that 
story, that game. Oh yeah, and hell yeah, for me, yeah, it was God, like it was an good. interesting yeah plot. Yeah, that dude is really good. Dude, Sam Lake is very creative. Dude, that guy's got his. That. He knows yeah. how to name his games too. It's always the same. Yeah. Alan Wake, Quantum Break, except <laughs> for Payne. Control. But Max Payne, yeah, yeah he's all, yeah. like they know their shit, and uh, yeah, he he's got it. I don't know how he knows, but it's very rare you get a bad he, Remedy game. He, I, I love Remedy. Yeah, I do I'm, too. Remedy's another studio where I feel like if you know they didn't have to worry about certain things that they could focus on one game or two games they they would probably evolve as a studio i feel like they fit sony i don't know why but i feel like remedy just fits sony really because mm. i don't i feel like sony fits silent hill and xbox fits remedy oh maybe it's because they do a lot of americans even control was more american style horror and eldritch things and alan wake was a microsoft exclusive alan wake it? was microsoft yeah, yeah, so, yeah so was quantum break but yeah. oh okay. yeah so was quantum break yeah yeah, yeah I, I guess part of me just feels like the type of games that they make and maybe like cultural wise you that makes a lot of sense like they would fit in more with uh microsoft but i don't know maybe it's just like i feel like the talent that sony has they could help push their mechanics further with sony i don't know it just i understand what you're yeah, saying i know it. sony especially as a publisher they seem to uh, just have that fucking like third person action yeah. like narrative adventure yeah. like on lock i mean they've made True. some of the best yeah. you know so i i get where you're coming from 100 percent. yeah i think other than you know days gone which yeah that was awful. had had yeah. some issues but i i think <laughs> that sony does i think that microsoft now fits remedy better maybe in the old days when microsoft had some issues but um, we'll have to see. I personally like that Remedy's sort of open to doing their own thing because they also did the single-player campaign for X-Fire, right? The shooter. And that was supposed to be really bad, though, right? It was, and that's what I was <laughs> yeah. going to bring up is that, I I'm, yeah. I, I mean, whether that was a paid-out kind of thing where it's like, we want to pay you to make it, I think that they, they're, as long as they're not facing dire bankruptcy, I'd rather have them be... I mean, some companies, I have no issue with them. Like Insomniac... They sure they made Sunset Overdrive or whatever for Xbox and a couple but other most games, of the stuff but was PlayStation. and and it feels when they were bought, I'll just say I didn't go whoa, you yeah. know, Elder Scrolls when that was bought, I was like what the, but Obsidian that was because it was so big. Me. Obsidian surprised me yeah. a little bit, yeah, but yeah, I mean, and I, go ahead. it's actually rare if you think about it, like these independent developers hit so often, and I feel like you got so like Insomniac did it pretty well but I mean would you really consider independent they were kind of funded by multi-million billion dollar companies their entire thing Obsidian yeah, they had the private division that they were funded with through the Outer Worlds but you know there, there are certain companies out there that you could just tell that's like they're in that that double a triple a thing they keep going back and forth between it and they I, I just feel like you know especially obsidian uh, i would say remedy like i said i think they're one of those that for the most part they've always hit it like to be able to make that kind of quality in the market that we live in now is impressive it is but remember you just stated insomniac was always multi-million dollar sponsored so was yeah. remedy remedy's uh, always yeah. been sponsored multi by multi the only one would be control Otherwise, you're talking Microsoft. What what, what about Obsidian? Who who's back then for the most? Five oh five, but Obsidian is Kickstarter. Obsidian kickstarted all their shit. Obsidian kickstarted the pillars and yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And, and, and Exile Entertainment, they they yeah. did they mm. kickstarted stuff too. Yeah, yeah, dude, Microsoft made a killing when they got all those companies in one day. 
Like, that's just mind-blowing to think of all the... Imagine being there and saying, let's make Fallout 5 with some of Exile in Exile's people, some of Bethesda's people, some of Microsoft's people, and, that's and some of That's what I feel like they people. should do. Like, oh, dude, like, I would. That's your superstar NBA just, team. There's people in all these studios that if you go to, they deserve a chance to, to lead their yeah. own project. You get some from this one, get some from this one, get from some from this one, and you uh, hire some contractors, must... and bam! Do you like, guys you think it, it was uncomfortable, though? In a little, imagine being there the first day and Fallout is now, um, is now Bethesda, right? Wasteland though is in exile, but Wasteland or in exile is who created Fallout. It's, it's Brian Fargo who created. So imagine all, and then Obsidian did a really good Fallout uh, title. Imagine all them getting in the room and being like, so we've been like competitors for a long time. Now we're all. I mean, that's, it, mm -hmm. it's gotta be a weird time because I don't know if you guys saw it. People were writing to Brian Fargo going, man. It's really weird how much your game feels like Fallout, and he just gave a face palm. You're just like, oh my god! Like, oh, like yeah, I, I made that fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. But imagine being behind the scenes there. It's got to be. I, I would think it would be exciting. I, I think. I think like, it's probably even worse for Obsidian and Bethesda, like Bethesda Software Studios. They've had. They've had their fact, issues. There's yeah. friction between them. I like. I. I. I, I Still? know there's friction between them. Yes. Interesting, because I I had been told that most of the people who had that friction were gone, but I would assume at the same time Farquaad I think, I think or whatever his name thing. is, the main yeah, guy who runs Obsidian. Yeah, I don't think it's like the Fallout New Vegas thing. I think it's like a competitive thing at this point, where like they make similar type of games. Here's the thing: Michael Jordan wouldn't have won without Scottie Pippen, and so my mm -hmm. opinion is: throw your fucking ego at the door and realize how excited how exciting and unbelievable this time frame is and if you are competitors be competitors in the same game and say listen i'm going to make sure my part of the game is amazing you make sure your part of the game is amazing the engine why part make sure you're and instead of having that competition of the old days the old days are gone man the old days are done that's now you I guys are like, all on the same team that's why i feel like microsoft has the perfect opportunity to make a lot of co-development. They got some of the best studios out right now. It's like, let let them work together on a game. Like, I, I, have we seen too many of that? Where like two big studios come together and work on one game? I don't think we've seen it a lot. Not well, a lot, one, we have seen it. One thing I would say, uh, as someone who works with software, there is a lot of uh, difficulty when it comes to integrating- Another. You know, two companies that work completely differently right yeah. uh, in how they manage their stuff how they it, it could come down to even like how they you know maintain their source code or like different things like that where they have to integrate all of a sudden all of their workflows to kind of mix well and it's not an easy process so what what you end up having with that is some inefficiency added to the mix where you need like an overhead right to kind of make up for that adaptation yeah. Which can be a, a net positive if in the end, you know, something amazing comes out of it. But it is one of the reasons they may be reluctant to mix because it also introduces risk. Well, we've kind of seen it with the initiative and Crystal Dynamics. So, like, we're, we're seeing a little bit of it. It's just, I got to see how the game turns out before we yeah. can start saying, everybody do it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I just think you can't, I'm sorry, but if I know it, then of course, Phil Spencer knew that these companies had all worked on the same IP, I guess is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So it couldn't yeah, have been yeah. out of the blue that he did it, if, if you get my drift. Meaning oh, he had yeah. to have looked and been like, well, what are we sitting on right now? 
Like yes. if I'm if Podunk Carrick is talking about it in a podcast, I'm sure Phil Spencer picked up on it. Like so when yeah. he buys them, that would have had to have been one of his ideas it, was to look at what can we do um it makes with a these lot titles. Of sense. And that's why I'm like, when people say, well, Fallout's coming after the next Elder Scrolls, I'm like, no, there's no reason we have to wait that long for another Fallout when they got this many studios that have worked on that franchise. Like, Well, you got Fallout 76, so you should be happy with that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, Fallout 76 has made headway, right? I've heard a lot of people saying that that game is fairly solid. Now, admittedly, that doesn't, that's not a, you know, that's sort of like saying the cancer didn't kill you the first time. But I mean... Well, it's fairly speaking solid of games that are kind of bad but did all right in the long run, uh, Cyberpunk sold over 20 million copies. And yeah. I wanted to bring up the question what would it take, do you think, for you to go back to Cyberpunk? Having a two in the name? Hmm. I've uh, I've never played just, I've never played uh, Cyberpunk so uh, you haven't played Cyberpunk I would certainly I, tell I, somebody who hasn't played to experience it but I, I've, I've never actually I played like 30 40 minutes of it and oh. I had a couple game breaking bugs that happened when the game first launched and I uninstalled it I think since I didn't draw like jump down that rabbit hole too much like carrot did i might actually re-download it and give it a try now i i plan on it i when it released i was running a, a 2060 in my machine and i i just like with all the negative bullshit and press surrounding it and and all your stuff too carrick i just i was like i'm not even going to try on a 20 series card to... right <laughs> yeah yeah i mean uh mods are cool but so the dlc the... Uh, edge runners coming out next year it's like mm -hmm. a new district you play in you have but some the new the... district still won't let you sit and take a drink the immersion is in if they fix that johnny i'm there if they said we made it so the game is actually immersive in some way i would interactive mm -hmm. with yeah, the world replay. yeah the problem is is their entire base it uh you know sometimes you just have a lemon car and you might fix the issues but the car just doesn't come together and that's the way cyberpunk is for me right you and can the, put I think a there's... little <laughs> what what are those things called that you hang on your car to smell oh nice? the smeller like yeah freshener. the pine trees yeah. the air freshener yeah, yeah you can put it in you, there but it still smells like cigarettes the now they're just pine smelling cigarettes. yeah yeah but yeah. it's still like a shitty it smells still yeah. smells like a dead body what are we gonna say uh yeah. dude, idiot what is it uh like putting lipstick on a pig is like yeah right yeah. 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 <laughs> no i just i don't know i will say that it i mean it i did see some people play it like initially and, and it looked good i mean some of the the you know the the fidelity and kind of the art style i like a lot and i just it was one of those ones where there was just so much negativity surrounding the whole thing that i was like oh, i'll just i'll play this in a couple years when maybe they patched it up and kind of fixed some of these issues but that one has the added benefit too with all of the like the politics surrounding how they released it and how they were kind of i, I think a lot of people perceived them to be very deceptive about how uh far um how much it was lacking kind of like you know because they pitched it as like just this is the greatest fucking game of all time you know you're going to be able to do everything and then even without all of the the technical issues kind of like what you were saying Carrick. it just like i think a lot of that content wasn't there like it just like a lot of the interactivity or a lot of the things they initially had pitched is like oh you know it's one of those what it's like icarus you you know they flew too close to the sun or maybe like bit off more than they could chew and uh, just super good example of a victim of like overhype you know yeah. so yeah, yeah and when you mix overhype with the dishonesty 
And we're not talking watchdogs dishonesty where people are like, this was downgraded. That's one thing where a lot of people can just look and say, yeah, it was downgraded. That's sort of how games go, you know? And it was like, we still got a watchdogs game that people liked. Cyberpunks was all over the map in all different places. And it's, yeah, Yeah. it's just sometimes when something arrives, it's too messy to really um, engage with. And I I certainly in no way, shape or form want them to not make another one. I just think making another one would let them... Would let them move, would let them build from the ground up immersion parts that they remember. This is again another big IP, and they failed at the big IP. It's like you got the biggest cyberpunk IP, it's named after the the genre. I know the whole genre, yeah. Yeah, and, and, I'm, and a, I'm a go ahead, go ahead. No, that was I, I'm just saying they, they failed sort of like Avengers. But what were you gonna say? That's one of my favorite genres. I love sci fi, I love cyberpunk type material, so it's just but that was the whole caveat was just that it was like oh i i, I can't run this game properly right yeah. now i don't think anybody can when it came out but, the great uh, thing is the success means do you have to go lord addict uh yeah here in a couple minutes oh, okay um i think the greatest thing about it is that it opens it up for a deus ex and we got crystal dynamics and and edos both saying that they got their ips back embracer let them announce it which we talked about in prior podcasts but letting them state it versus em- embracer group stating it is a big deal because that let the developers take ownership. And so them stating Deus Ex and Thief 2 and Thief 1, and we got all, we got Tomb Raider back, I assume is probably a hint we'll we'll get a new Deus Ex. Um, which is good. If I'm if if I remember correctly, I can't wouldn't Hitman used to be under Square Enix? Yeah. They're very relaxed by just like, okay, you know, I'm sure there was some kind of funds that was exchanged to get those IPs, but they let them have Hitman. Uh, the people who make Hitman, yeah, because Square Enix wanted ha- out. Yeah, of it, it's kind of interesting because usually, like when stuff like that happens, like the publisher wants to retain the IPs for sure. Like they, they don't want to get rid of those. I, I mean, they they've been pretty clear. They're like, we want to, we 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 want out of the West. Square Enix does not really want to be with their Western developers. They've sold them all back, so they've got rid of pretty much everything, which is fine with me. I want to see a Cyberpunk two though. Very, I want to see a Shadowrun shooter. I'd kill to see Shadowrun. Deus Ex would be awesome. Um, I actually think there's some really good companies out there that can do some amazing stuff. It's just, I mean, Reg and I were talking about another game I like. I think he likes it. I can't remember. But Game Deck, which is a cyberpunk. You did like Game Deck, right, Reg? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Game Deck is a cyberpunk uh, third person. No, not, what is that called? Point and click, I guess? That would isometric isometric Isometric. yeah Yeah. that game's phenomenal and just got full voice acting um so there's definitely a lot of stuff in the year updates with new content with new content i played this game at pax east it was like kind of like something similar to that it's like a turn-based game i can't hear i can't read it what's it say it says uh, it's uh, it's a cyber knights. That's what it's called. Cyber Flashpoint. Yeah, it's called cyberpunk heist RPG. It's like a turn base, kind of like that. Like give you this little pamphlet, and uh, it it was a pretty uh pretty good experience. That, I mean, I that's think why we're I, getting those, which is good. Where yeah, say? that's why I kept the pamphlet because it's like I like the concept of it. So, you know, when I go to these like events and stuff, and if I see like especially a lot of passion behind these developers. Because, uh, you know, but the bigger events like E3, you don't really get to see the developer too much because they're making the game. It's usually a lot of PR people like Xbox will hire or PlayStation. They'll hire like a temp agency to come out there and run the booths. Yeah. But at PAX, like a lot of the times you're speaking to the people making the game. I love that, too. Yeah. PAX is, PAX is my favorite, man. 
you know, of all the events, PAX is the one that feels the closest to the consumer, the closest to like the gamers getting, walking right up to the booth, which is awesome. PAX is one of the ones I love when you go into one of the side buildings and the booths are just there. And there's like people playing games. You can just walk up and, and talk to anybody. And I think that's like one of the best things that, that you can get for gamers for them to sort of have that time. Um, I don't know if what we'll see with Cyberpunk is really going to be that awe-inspiring when it comes to like their DLC. I'm excited for it. I am excited for Witcher though. The more I, I, I do want to see another Witcher. I think that that will be cool. They do a good job yeah. of open world stuff, third person open world stuff. So now the the TV show has really nothing in common with the game, right? Isn't that right, Witcher? Uh, you mean Edge Runners? Uh, no, Witcher no, and Witcher. Witcher, the Witcher game and the Witcher series. It's mostly based on the book, right? It's mostly based on the books. Yep. Some of the stuff in the game is also based on the book. Uh, kind so it's a, of. it's a mixture. So there's a bit of overlap, but mostly, yeah, nothing to do with the game and only some. Yeah, I, the only reason I was bringing it up is because it's obvious that um, Edge Runners did really well. Cyberpunk, or uh, not Cyberpunk, CDPR knows their uh, way of mixing and merging um entertainment and yes. so yeah. um edge runners has done really well i would love to see i mean it's probably too much money but altered carbon i don't know what that costs but i would love to see a cyberpunk tv show like i would i would i would kill for that yeah i mean i liked yeah. alter i watched the second season even and i know a lot of people weren't in love with it i i ate it up man and i've rewatched them both multiple times i love cyberpunk mm. stuff so the more we get the better you got to go lord yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, head off here. All right, they, have they a good get, one. They get antsy. I appreciate the invite. Yeah, uh, you guys have a good day. Yep. Thank right. you. See ya. Uh, um, you too. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what it, when it comes to other games. I think it's. I think it must be really expensive to do a TV show based on a game because we we haven't had that many. Um, I don't know. Did they put together mm -hmm. Edge Runners like with CDPR or was it more with Cyberpunk? Like yeah, so I actually watched an interview with the showrunner uh -huh. uh, of Edge Runners, and uh, he uh, he is a part of CDPR. So unlike and, and Halo, had been for a while. Unlike yeah, Halo, yeah. they actually yeah, exactly. cared. Yeah, and uh, so he, I believe, he was the creator of Gwent as well. Oh, so okay. he kind of did a bunch of different stuff, not just show running. Um, and he had this idea because he's really into anime that he wanted to make a cyberpunk anime. And so they they went around shopping for studios and pitched this idea they had. And Studio Trigger, which is the studio that ended up doing the thing, uh, originally didn't like the script because they said it's a movie, it's not an anime. We can't that's not an that's not what we do, right? But so they kind of adapted the idea they had and worked together to make that work. And I think that shows the difficulty because, you know, the the people at the game company they may have a really cool idea but they don't necessarily understand what makes a good show yeah right like you really need the sensitivity of someone in that ecosystem to bring it together and kind of meet you halfway with your vision so i think it's just hard to get that translation piece of yeah yeah did you Switching. watch edge runners idiot i have not seen that one i'm not Dude, a big uh anime fan yeah either yeah. am i i, I it's yeah. awesome though i will admit that yeah, I'm, I'm not a huge okay. i'm not a huge fan but it's definitely more um i don't know what you would term it it's it's not non-anime-ish yeah it's <laughs> well, yeah that's a good way to say it because you know the thing with anime is just we said it in the last podcast it's a big culture clash 
for people yeah. who are not used to the Japanese style stuff. And if you're someone who isn't really into that, I think this is a good one to jump into because it's very well localized. It's like westernized. Westernized. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I really like uh what's his name? Um Miyazaki. Uh like Spirited Away. I mean I'm super oh, into gotcha. those, but yeah. but outside of that, I've just never my brother's trying to get me into it. He's huge on it. He watches every single one and I just I, I don't know. I, I bounce off that shit pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like so I, I, don't get me wrong. Like I yeah. love kind of like the outlandish bullshit you know kind of a over the top stuff like i i don't mind it but uh it's just hard for me to like stay engaged sometimes so what's By weird way, is i can watch don bluth like he did titan oh, ae he did yeah. uh dragon slayer the video games but it, don yeah. bluth did rats of nim or secret of nim all those i, yeah. I can watch don those it's great don yeah. bluth like i'll watch a don bluth thing and be like dude that's friggin' fantastic and then you know anime will come on and i'll try to watch five seconds of like samurai shampoo or whatever and i'll be like mm. ah. Yeah. Have you seen Cowboy Bebop, the space one? The... I've seen bits of it. I've bits seen some of it. of it as well, and I know that was another title that a lot of people recommend as, as kind of like an entry point is, is Cowboy yeah, Bebop. Good. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, moving on from there, as we wrap this up, I wanted to answer. There was two questions in the Discord I wanted to get to. The first one was, uh, what? this is Rust. Has there been a biggest surprise game in 2022 so far? Was Inscription this year? Yes. Yeah, it was, was this year. That was a big year. surprise yeah. for me. Big yeah. surprise. That's a good I point. Wasn't, uh, I wasn't anticipating. Um, that kind of came out of left field for me, and I, I found that to be incredibly engaging in its like story, narrative, gameplay mechanics. Um, that game came in pretty hot, too. Like, a lot it, of people yeah, liked it. Yeah, it really, really well. cool. Really cool. Yeah. So that'd be mine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Looking back at games I've reviewed, um, Solstice was a pretty big... Oh, no. I've already got one. Circus Electric. Yeah, by far. That game is awesome. And I, <laughs> if somebody had said clowns in a side, you know, a 2D card game. Darkest Dungeon. Darkest Dungeon with clowns. I would have already been excited, but not expected <laughs> much. Sounds, but in, so yeah, it, it, that yeah. game turned out to be awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And I, I think it was popular for a time. I don't know how well it sold. I don't think it caught on, even though it got really good reviews. Um, I don't think it caught on maybe just because of the time frame and that's not a big genre this year, but that game was like out of left field. And I remember seeing the pre, they were like, do you want to do this preview? And I hadn't even heard of it. And when I sat down for the preview, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? This is, mm -hmm. it's everything I want in a game when they take the fiction for every attack has something to do with circuses yeah. and every, and it just feels like nobody said, okay, he punches. And you're like, do clowns punch? Really? Maybe with a big red glove, you know? Yeah, like a yeah, big yeah. fake, you know, fake boxing glove. But it, it, they did a good job of hyping that up. Is there anything oh. else? Reg was, or go ahead, Johnny. Sorry. Well, for me, Xenoblade 3, giant surprise. Ooh, yeah, actually true. liking that game and like, you know. Especially because 2 wasn't the bee's knees. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's a good point. What about you, Reg? <laughs> Would Xenoblade um, also be on yours? I'm, I'm going with uh, Return to Monkey Island. Mm. Because I never expected another Monkey Island game to come around. And... Here we are. And, and, and you add on the graphics food. issue at first, Reg, well, where like, yeah. you know, we were questioning but what it was going to look like. But that's direction that doesn't gel with me and a lot of other people, but the game itself is good, so okay. it is. Is that, it is. Uh, is that Ron Gilbert again? For... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I need yeah. to play that one. I'm a big fan of, of those games. And it feels Ron Gilbert. You know how sometimes they'll be like, the return of the creator, and you see it, and you're like, well, whatever he was doing, he should go back. 
Like it just yeah. doesn't feel like. <laughs> well, also, but also, if you remember, maybe at the end of the second one, then you would already wonder, like, how do you pick up and go from there? But uh, they okay. pretty much seamlessly go from yeah. there and yes. spin it. Nice. Yeah, I grew up on those games, man. I was a big LucasArts uh, scum engine. Guy oh in yeah, nineties. Yeah, that was that was my jam. I've yeah. I've I've connected to those continually too. Like even you know yeah. we've talked about Thimbleweed oh, Park. Uh, you know Thimbleweed it, Park, it, Kathy yeah. Rain. Kathy, yeah, dude, I yeah. love those games. And we've talked. Yeah, there's too. that Widjet or Wadjet company Wadjet that does games. Wadjet. Yeah, Techno yeah. Babylon. You know they've done like all. And I pretty much, in fact, there's a video. I I did another um indie Eyes on Indies that's coming out on Monday or Tuesday. I can't remember which, but uh, <laughs> there's like three games in there. There were that, and they were like cyberpunkish and all this. I was just like, "Holy shit, they're coming back!" And yeah. and they're also doing a thing where some do look pixelized, like Thimbleweed. They yeah. they they're like, "Here's I, I like that look." Yeah. I do too. But now we're starting to get companies looking at other art styles, which I think is interesting because there's one in particular that I covered. And I was like, I wasn't expecting them to hit that art style, um, it, yeah. where it wasn't pixelized. So it's gonna. Yeah. I like the pixelated look. I'm fine with that, especially if they. Are clear, you know, if they have enough pixels, if they can yeah, get movement I, I like to look some right, of them, I'm okay. But I, I do read the the one you covered in your video, the the one with the cat, the alien cat. Oh thing. yeah, um, remember nine souls? N nine souls, yeah, nine, nine souls. souls. Uh, I love that look, and I think that if it was a pixelized thing, it just wouldn't work in the same way because it's you know, dude. It's there are some clear, ones in this new video that'll sharp. blow your mind, man. Like. Uh, I was doing it yesterday, recording the video, going like, "Holy crap!" There's some sweet ass stuff coming when it comes. That's that's the cool thing too is playing them doesn't feel old anymore. I used to feel yeah. that playing a, a Return to Monkey Island, Blazing Dragons, my favorite ones are the uh, Way of the Turtle um, by the French company mm, that did yesterday's. French, uh, I mm. fucking they're 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 the best point and click games ever. Of course, Broken Sword is up there. They're pretty good, but. Uh, they all look a certain way, and sometimes they'll feel old. I think uh, Way of the Turtle certainly doesn't because they used cartoon-style graphics. Broken Sword does that. But these new ones with pixels, they've done enough pixels where it still looks clean. It still looks good. Oh, you know, sometimes yeah. it'll get messy almost. Where yeah, And that's yeah. uh, that sometimes I have an issue with. When but, you can't yeah. tell, like, what's going on, really? Yeah, yeah, it just looks... I mean, I, Thimbleweed Park with the clown, I remember there was sometimes moving the clown around where it started to look a little messy. Run away. That's the series. Runaway. Yeah, dude, those are the best point and click games ever fucking made. And I don't even know <laughs> how I found out about them, but I remember I played the first one. I was like, Penjula Studios, right? Penjulo Studios, I think. And I was just like, these are Pendula Studios, amazing yeah. games, man. Ama and they look good too, which is also a help when it comes to those 2D ones. Um, next question or last question. Thim Thimo LS, Thimo LS says, with Bone Labs coming out today, <clears throat> what are were your most anticipated VR games? So Bone Labs was already out, so he must mean out of early access. I would assume. I think it released, yeah. Mm -hmm. VR. Um, I'm very looking forward to Stellaris. I did not know they were going to make a VR game for the Stellaris oh. series, and so the idea that they're doing a roguelike Stellaris title for VR has me highly interested because that's. I didn't wake up huh. thinking that would Ghost be something. Ghost Signal, a Stellaris game. Yeah, Ghost Signal. So that is really high on my list. Um, for VR, man, I track it somewhat. There's a lot of good games on VR, but there's nothing yet that's like that, uh, you know, Half-Life 3 
Uh, Half-Life 3's mods are insane. I can't believe they've modded that game. Um, I would say, yeah, for Half-Life, or no, for VR, my biggest is not a, is not a game. It's a mod. Uh, the one mod maker who's made all the amazing VR hacks, uh, Cyberpunk, uh, GTA, all those, has now found a way to make all Unreal Engine games VR. And so that'll come out next month, I believe. It's a mod that is adding like 300 games instantly that'll be playable in VR. Wow. So, oh, yeah. Okay. And there's only small adjustments people would need to make. So it's it's like he figured out everything he needed to do that if it's a first-person shooter, there's very specific adjustments that need to be made that he found out are pretty much the same for all these VR games. And so there's this list. It's I think you can find it on Pancake VR subreddit. But there's this list of games that'll just be playable. And then, of course, people go in and be like, ah, this needs to be slightly adjusted. But in the end, it's making a ton of games. And I've played all of Resident Evil in VR now, Resident Evil 7 in VR, and it's worked fine on the PC. So Nice. And, and if you said, could you tell a difference? Um, no, it just feels like maybe not the perfect VR implementation, but it's not terrible. And it's in fact, it's very good. Um, GTA's real mod is amazing playing that in VR and playing GTA and seeing this huge world in, in VR. I think that's where you're going to see a lot of cyberpunk. You know, you're going to, the problem with cyberpunk is you're going to need a 4090 with DLSS three to run <laughs> it 90, 90 on each eye. Yes. So I have a feeling yeah, yeah. cyberpunk VR is going to explode when people get their hands on the higher end CPUs or GPUs and they're starting to be able to really mod cyberpunk actually run the VR. game yeah because <laughs> i build a whole new computer to run it yeah <laughs> well and i think people look at cyberpunk and wished for it to be vr day one because the the feeling of being in a cyberpunk world so the idea of being able to finally do that yeah. might cause that to explode um but there hasn't we haven't heard of any big companies really doing um yeah you know large i think meta once they release the new one we'll we'll start to see if if, if people are jumping on the vr bandwagon and playstation Obviously, I forget them, but mm -hmm. they shouldn't be forgotten. Yeah. PlayStation 2 yep. VR, it depends on their support, right? They have and, some history of doing exclusive VR games like um, that Iron Man one they did. Which was pretty good. Which Resident was pretty good. Evil was also, yeah, yeah, which was Resident Evil 7 might be the best, I don't know what you'd call it, native VR game there is. I imagine that's terrifying in VR. It's Yeah, because it was terrifying on the pancake version. Yeah, dude. <laughs> We talked about this the last podcast just two days ago, and I have no issue repeating it, but like the dinner scene um, yeah, things yeah. with the presence, you know, you like I always joke around, you can go outside or when it's raining, you look out the window, that's your 2D game. But when it's raining, you walk outside your VR game and to, mm. to experience presence when that chick is in your face and there's smoke curling around is fucking haunting. Like yeah. I was playing going what the shit like they're yeah. getting really this is a scary close. game yeah. yeah it's a yeah. scary game and uh oh it's fantastic in vr it was right. the problem with the playstation was it was a little dark they didn't have a good brightness on that system and oh, that's a dark okay. game and so they're dark it became almost gray at times and it really didn't uh it looked amazing and then didn't and now we're so far beyond that in tech that when you see like it's i mean half-life if you've played half-life vr that is almost a triple a looking pancake game in vr like that's how big the jump was in graphics fidelity and okay. that's blows my mind i mean half-life vr is incredible looking yeah god damn that game is good did we did you beat that ridge half-life vr no i did not but you did play Alex. it i did play it for uh as long uh well i did play it until i ran out of bullets and a headcrab was chasing me that's 
Freddie Murphy. You're just like, <laughs> I'm out. The, I'm out. The, Peace the, out. We're done. We're done. Can't handle we're done. can't handle scary games. What do we got yeah. before we wrap this up? Uh Reg was talking about game deck. We covered that a little bit in, in the yep. notes. What else do we got, also, Reg? Also um Pathfinder uh Console. It's, uh, it's definitive version update. And consoles, right? Yep. Or enhanced edition, sorry. So it's two point update. Never I never return into that game. Good one time, but holy shit, man. I I would get so anxious if I played it again to get to the tower and do that battle. That fucking eight hour bullshit battle. Like I just <laughs> dude, I don't know what they were thinking. It was awesome yeah. and epic, but only one time. Like only one time would I want to experience that. Um, is there any games you guys are looking forward to in we'll just go to October. So what do we got in October that's uh is is anything exciting you guys lighting your fire? Oh, I have to look at the list. I think Scorn I'm interested in uh, because I I do like the environmental storytelling stuff. Uh, So I'll check that out. A world made of toothy vaginas. Yeah. Yeah. It looks interesting. It really is. I mean, Geiger's that way anyway, though. Like, we can't pretend like his... If you go look at the phallic symbols he's got and all of his drawings, like, you know, um, it's definitely interesting, Johnny. I'll I'll be delighted to see if you... If, I'll be delighted to see if it can hold the attention of people for a long period of time. That'll be yeah. the most important thing because there is not a lot of gun shooting. There's almost no. I can lose you know. interest pretty fast yeah. as well. Yeah. And yeah. So that's that'll yeah. Be so I, for 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 October, I see three games. What three games? Uh, a Plague Tale. Oh, dude! Yeah, oh. of course. Right, of course. Mario yes. and Rabbits. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and what was the third one? A Persona Five for me, of course. Oh yeah. <laughs> what what a, Persona Five? Two. Oh, the Switch PC. version? No, no, no that's version. a PC. Oh, version. that's it. No, PC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it, pretty. Exci- so, I'm pretty excited for Modern Warfare too. Oh, you know what? Oh, so okay. am I. So yeah. am I. I yeah. this will be the first time I can say that, but it is very yeah. high on my list to see how that's going to turn. Actually, out. Yeah. you know what? For once. The trailer stuck with not trailer, yep. but the gameplay the we gameplay. saw stuck with me yeah. because the yeah. sound was phenomenal. Dude, in there. They put so much in. I mean, there's so much money behind you know those yeah. those yeah, studios yeah. and publishers that they I, I think they really do a good job with the sound design and and obviously the graphics everything like that. But I was a huge fan of Modern Warfare 2019. I played me that too. game nonstop. So like I this one, it, you know, essentially just building on that same premise and and uh, kind of continuing that. Real it, nice it's nice fluid. that he liked it, too, because in the last podcast with Reg, um, everybody liked 2019 as well. I couldn't remember the name because it, it was like there's so many modern warfare. And I was like, it, there's fucking ridiculous. We finally yeah. figured out it was 19. <laughs> I was talking about. Yeah. And um, yeah, it, that game really, man, I had such a good time playing multiplayer and bots and, and yeah. joining with friends and the campaign was oh was good yeah, but it wasn't serviceable serviceable yeah. uh, i liked yeah. it much more than cold war uh the, yeah. the black ops and so i'm yeah i'm dude it's funny to say it but i would say this is the highest a uh, call of duty has been on my list since infinite probably because yeah vanguard i don't even know if i i didn't even touch Vanguard. i can't yeah. even tell you what <laughs> vanguard is i might have even reviewed it yeah. but they all merge together right i know they do world they put of, out a lot of games world war ii my favorite of all time has been world at war though my by like the original okay the yeah. original uh call of duty world at war the war uh, that game in the trenches with keith or sutherland doing his fucking over yeah. the top voiceover was that the first one with zombies too was that where they introduced zombies it I may have remember. been it yeah. may have been yeah Oh, yeah. and zombies in and of itself sometimes is not good, 
but sometimes zombies has turned out to be just an incredible side mode and, and just Absolutely. phenomenal. So yeah. it depends, depends on how on it's going to, yeah, it depends on the yeah. number. Cause I think infinite didn't even have zombies. That's a futuristic one. And I, I don't yeah. remember if they even had zombies, but uh, wasn't yeah. there a zombies released by itself one time too? Wasn't there a single standalone mm. zombies? I feel like there was one time where they did stand. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm wrong. I think it's always no, been attached to a game. I think there was one game. time where you only got it for the more expensive version or something like oh, that. Oh, gotcha. Was there one where Ron Perlman was in it? As one of the characters in Zombies? Because I feel like there was one on a... And that one of the levels was like on a cruise ship. Like an old Victorian... Like an was, old that was Black Ops 3. That was Black Ops 3, okay. Yeah. See? God damn, they they merge together, right? Like there's so many. Yeah. There's so many, yeah. and they and yeah. and a lot of them are just like you do the single player maybe once or twice with a friend, or yeah. you know if they've got that, and then and then I, we played uh, what do you call it? Couch coat, you know, where you hand the controller yep. off if you die. Yep. Have there I been... played the beta for oh, the new one, and it yeah, I enjoyed it. I, and it, it just reminded me of Modern Warfare 2018. Did yeah. you feel what was brought up last time, Reg? Too much jumping. That's what one of the guys yes, was complaining correct. about. Mm -hmm. Was was did you notice a lot of bunny hopping in this one? Did you feel that it was o uh, over the I top? I feel like people always fucking do that. Me too. Shit. Me too. So, <laughs> yes, like, I, yeah. don't, I don't know if I noticed it more so than any other time. but Dude, it's yeah. just, I remember coming into this, uh, my first Call of Duty multiplayer, and I had never played another game where the jumping was so pronounced. And I remember going into a mission, and there was a bridge, and people were just, it was ridiculous looking. It looked like fleas on a yeah. fucking sand do, on a beach. They do the jump to prone. Jump to yeah, prone. jump like, to up prone. Down, up, down. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, I was just yeah. watching this bridge, and people were <laughs> leaping and firing, and I was like, "Is it a space game? Like, what is even going on here?" Because I had come right. from maybe Battlefield, oh. where that wasn't a thing as much. Another thing that just got announced today, and that's also releasing in October, is uh, Sackboy: A Big Adventure for PC. Oh wow! Is that the the original was on the PS2? Oh, that's right? the that's their... one. Oh, okay. So gotcha. this was Sackboy uh, exclusive for a while, though, for PlayStation. Wait. Yes, all all of them. All of them. So this is was, what one? This is the newest. The newest one. Yeah, yeah. Coming to PC. What was the first game called? Was it a uh, little little big little planet? big planet? Is that that? Oh, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. yeah. So so that's coming. But also we forget they haven't announced the time. But Miles Morales is coming in fall. They said right. Oh yeah. So we've got God of War, Miles Morales, and now Sackboy that are all PlayStation stuff. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. yeah. When's Callisto Protocol? God damn. I'm really excited for that. I think one Callisto's November. I could be wrong. Or did they No, Callisto might be the December one. Callisto, there's December. a yeah, yeah, there's December there 2nd. yeah, there was one game that I was surprised and happy that it was in December because December to me is actually a time for me to play games because the world slows down sometimes and it's actually better than a November game where people yeah. are still moving around. It's it, it's always super busy. Um, I'm really excited for that one. Yeah. I hope Callisto's good, man. We'll just have to see. I hope like so too. Like yeah. it's the the I've been very excited when I saw the trailers, but the gameplay they showed at the event a couple a month or so ago, I was not as impressed. The trailers prior I was, but there was this gameplay event he showed where it looked a little basic, I guess. We'll just have to see. <laughs> like you know what stuck with me from that video, Carrick? There they used two ways of killing dudes. One, they would toss them into this yeah that's what i'm thing. talking about that's yeah that's they would exactly die immediately yeah right and they would just like or, explode it was weird they would just explode or they shot them in the head like five six times yeah. for them Ooh. to die yeah and i'm like 
what are we doing, guys? Just toss him in the ventilator. I ha and I will <laughs> like, argue against myself here and say very clearly so that nobody gets into the podcast and is like, I'm going to write Carrick a letter. Um, they stated very clearly in the prior trailers that these camera angles were altered for this trailer. Mm. And I had bitched about it when that first came out, telling people that is a bad idea because if that impact, which was incredible in the trailers with the shotguns and the hand cannons were like causing the character. It was like a 44. If you've ever seen somebody really shoot a big revolver, even a professional shooter, you, I mean, that's insane amount of force. Yeah. And in that gameplay, I was like, ooh, that's it's it doesn't feel the same. So hopefully maybe that was also because they were showing gameplay of a person playing at that time. And they wanted to make it easier to parse, which is a thing, you know, get it. Watching somebody else play a shooter with a lot of movement can make you sick. So it could have just been that it could have been them saying, let's step back. But yeah, Callisto Protocol and then uh, Dead Space remake is next yeah, year. Is badass. that next year or is that this year? Uh, let's see. I think Dead Space Remake is this year. And if it is, it's going to be an incredible Halloween slash, like, Turkey Day. January. Oh, January. Okay. Well, still. Yeah. Still. Because Scorn is coming out. There's, yeah. Dude, it's it's an awesome time to be a gamer, man. Also, it looks like uh, like a PC settings menu of Returnal has been. Oh, I saw done. that. Yeah, Returnal's coming to PC. Did you guys yeah. see that? Nice. Somebody oh. leaked, a, a leaked a setting screen. Thanks, Reg. Yeah. Returnal. <laughs> oh, I got to say. I was delighted. I, I was delighted. I was it warmed the small co cockles of my heart when I saw reviewers and stuff being crushed under the difficulty. It was, oh, yeah. it was, <laughs> it was so succulent to see people on Twitter being like, "I don't know if I can even play it," and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> it feels so warm inside." To, yeah. I, the despair from like people who were like supposedly amazing, and by the way, the game is hard. I it admit, is. fully hard. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But it's to I only got through the uh, first world. And, bullet hell. That's, that's it. It's bullet yeah. hell, and it's yeah. fucking relentless. Dude, that know, game is on thing, you at all I times. I struggle with the most the fact that you have two sta stages on the trigger, so you have the soft press and the hard press for the yeah. normal scope, and then the hard press for like an alt fire. Yeah, bro. In the chaos of everything. I'm going into alt fire because I'm just full pressing the whole yeah. time. Well, what did we I'm say? We did that to... in Horizon Zero Dawn. If it says fire, we're still shooting yeah, the ice exactly. arrow. I'm yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm not used to this. Like, Dude, the dashing, oh, though, it looks so it. good when you were in there and you were going. And, and, and admittedly, they've patched it. Like, they've patched it to make it easier. And they've, they've, but yeah. I just, it was delicious. It was, I remember I going online yeah. and people were like, Oh my fucking God. And being like, I love it. Cause you had people who their first, whenever there's a qualitative statement prior to the post, I, I'm it's magical to me. And I would see people say I aced dark souls. You know, I never died in dark souls, which is a lie. They died. It's just, they've done a no die. You know, you always die in dark souls cause you're learning stuff. I don't know if anybody's yeah. never died on their yeah. first playthrough, but they'd be like, I never died in dark souls, but Returnal is too hard and just being like that's someone yeah, who needs yeah. to be put in, in their place like, oh, get, get a no. bit of a humility check. it was just so yeah. awesome to see because I was like all these people who are constantly talking it up were getting schooled by that game and it is uh, hard it is yeah, fucking like, I can't save yeah. I'm just oh, one I of those type of people that has no problem without even if it's really hard and even if I'm not good and can't beat it I still am not like this this game 
like I'll still know other people can like it. The only game I've ever felt that was unfair was Rich Remnant from the Ashes. Remnant. That was the only time where I was like, this is fucking flatly unfair. And then later they patched that too. But yeah. that game that by game myself, was hard as fuck too. dude, yeah. I was DMing yeah. these guys because <laughs> I was playing it for review and I was so mad. And I wasn't yeah. mad like I hate the game. I was like, I was laughing out loud. Have you ever laughed out of this can't be happening? That's what like, I was it's doing. Ridiculous. Dude, that's how that game was. 100%. That's how that game was. I, I, I was trying to play it too. And I remember there, some of the shit you'd just be like, are you fucking kidding and me? And dude, like, I, I, was, even, yeah. I was like hyper, like a, like a small child. I was laughing so hard because it was so odd. It was, it was so in your face at how hard it was when you, <laughs> yeah. I was by myself. And I was like, dude, you don't understand. I died like 26 times coming around a single corner. Like yeah. what is it is in insane. And then they got in and once, you know, you sort of figured out it really does require other people. You know, they Correct. they, they yeah. balanced yeah. that a bit, it's but balanced around. it was it was funny because these guys were in that chat and I was like, you don't understand. It's fucking <laughs> like I was just <laughs> and yeah. which it, which is the same way I was doing Neo 2. I died a thousand times to that fucking first guy Hard in game. Neo 2. Hard but I was game. like, I was never I just kept doing it. My wife was like, please turn the music off. I'm so tired of hearing that same boss map please yeah. but with with ashes it was different it was like i felt like it was genuinely unfair but it was so fun it was so fun to like have that game be that hard um we're gonna wrap it up here unless anybody else has anything to say we're already past two hours we got it we're almost at two hours and 30 minutes thank you idiot for coming i appreciate it it was awesome anytime. we want to get you we, well anytime i've invited you four fucking oh, times right. yeah but he means if anytime he's not taking care of multiple babies and doing Correct. a new yeah. job which yeah. by the way you still like it yes i do yeah it's been good so far i'm off right now obviously i got some paternity leave so that's nice but uh it's been good man yeah. was it uh a tenuous movement like you were worried or were you like pretty much um I, I essentially I went from like working it's the same type of work but I went from a huge conglomerate like one of the biggest uh companies in the space I work in to a very small like mom and pop privately owned so there was some trepidation you know kind of like almost like from this huge corporate yeah. structure to none of that at all um but so far it's been pretty badass it's That's definitely awesome. different it's That's definitely awesome. different yeah it's cool to hear though because especially now when everybody's like I don't have a job it's cool to have somebody be able to not only, you know, find a new place, but actually be happy there. Because I know Absolutely, a lot of people yeah. who are like, I'm working, but I'm not happy or whatever. You know, where, I love where it, dude. With the line of work I do, my, I mean, I get, I make my own schedule. It's very fluid. Um, I'm out in the community a lot. I'm not tied to a desk. I don't even have an office um, per se. Um, and at this point, I don't know if I'd go be able to go back to a job right. where I like punched in and punched out and was yeah. just at like a, a workstation. So. Got to go into work. Hi, Buffy. And everybody's talking about the train this game. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, like fuck you, man. How, how about the weather? Yeah. Oh, dude. Water cooler <laughs> comments. can yeah. Water cooler moments can be the greatest and the worst, most soul crushing bone weariness. Yeah. When you yeah. see somebody and you know, you're going to have to talk and you're right. not, I'm, I'm not saying I hate people. I'm saying it just, it would be a repetitive because everybody says right. the same thing. Did you exactly. hear about, Clinton or whatever, and you're like, oh, I've heard it 45. I'm just trying to get a Pop Tart. Just right. let me get yeah. my Pop Tart. Or just like, it's like, how are you doing, bud? And it's just like, you're 
maybe you're filled with like soul crushing depression that day, but you're yeah. just like, I'm great. Yeah. Bill. Like, yeah. No good shit. To see you. Yeah. Wife's <laughs> banging the neighbor and, <laughs> yeah. you know, taking everything. Driving, falling falling apart, like, but, yeah. yeah. You're like, I'm doing great. Thanks. You're like, can you stay a little later? And you're like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Yeah, no I got nothing to go home to. <laughs> we always, every Please job I had though, idiot, every job I had, there was always the one negative. I called him Eeyore. Uh, there was always one yeah. Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. Right. The one guy yeah. that if you did ask, be prepared. And we all yeah. knew. Oh, we were like, yeah, yeah, you got it. Don't yeah. ask that person. Because they're going to be like, well, yesterday. Yeah. And I don't know. And you're just like, or, oh, fuck. Or they just get into some like wild oversharing. You know, Over those people that have like no filter. Mm. They're like, yeah. Like I, I would sit down sometimes in our lunchroom and you get the overshare sitting down and they're like, yeah, so last night when my wife and I and you're like getting ready to eat the ravioli yeah. and you're all, yeah, I'm not hungry anymore yeah. go ahead tell me a story like, sorry i didn't actually mean yeah how and you're not doing, only that but the oversharer is over loud every yeah. time yeah they're not yeah. like well last night they're like well last night ho 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 and you're like oh god <laughs> and then everybody you're like please nobody assume i'm with that person i'm i was sitting here yeah i was I'm just so trying to, sorry i asked yeah, yeah i was just like uh, yeah and then you try not to be rude so it's like do i look at my phone or do I look at them? Right. If I look at them, that's inviting them to overshare. Because you want to send the signal that you're not interested, but you also don't want to be a complete dick. Yeah. You know it's bad if you find yourself just going, that's crazy. Oh, dude, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's you crazy. Yeah. yeah, like. Do you know what I had? I One thing I was always telling my friends when I left, I, I told them I'm like the one person in the world you cannot trust at a company. Now, I don't know if you guys will agree with this, but I, I have seen this everywhere I've worked. Whenever anybody qualifies your position in the company when they talk to you or your position compared to them. And here's what would happen. Hi, friend. I don't. Oh, it is yeah. the I yeah. always tell people, watch out for that person. And I had a great friend that we had a falling out over business stuff. It just shit went. And I remember they started when we would see each other. It was like it's almost like a subconscious. I'm going to call you that because my actions and or verbalizations may not prove that you're my friend. Correct. And you Correct. would walk in yeah. and they're back. Hi, friend. And their voice would get hi. And you're all, oh, yeah. oh no. this has gone wrong? bad, yeah. man. We're yeah. in the past. You'd be like, sup, man. And that's when you knew everything was cool. You'd be like, sup, yeah. sup, what's up? And we I, not... it, it's unfortunate we had a falling out. But I remember totally. That. I'm not big on the whole like this is a family and we're, yeah. we're a fucking and it's just like I you know what let's just this is our job we're paid to be here that's what we're doing let's get our work done and let's do it good and and that's that you let know? me like, tell you about really, my yeah. kale and seaweed and fucking granola <laughs> lunch because that's right, where i live yeah. i live in a yeah. foo-foo place so i'm yeah. like i have like a chicken leg and a, no lie a slice of cheese directly from a block so i'm eating that <laughs> and i'm like and fucking talking about working out and shit and they come in and they're like so and, you know, Rose, what do you think about the new kale, rosemary infused fucking salt and pepper douche? And I'm like, yeah. shit, yeah, man, I'm yeah. in the wrong right. place. I remember right. when well, I got hired, they were like, whole block of cheese. Yeah, no, dude, yeah, no, like, yeah. that is, I would bring the block of cheese and just slice off edges for lunch. And everybody well, knew that was me. Slice off, just bite yeah, into or it. bite into it. Well, yeah. I do that at home, but that's because yeah. I know she'll never eat from it. But dude, yeah, it's it, when you get that offset, and I was always the offset because I was the I was the guy, and I went into a place of seventy six women, and it was a uh, mind fuck <laughs> in the way people talk yeah. versus what I was accustomed to. And it turned right. out it was it was a it was a high it was an enjoyable time, but I learned a lot of shit about like the difference between communication styles and and like the friend thing was one of the first things I learned and I started yeah. noticing it, it 
between other groups where yeah. I'd be like, this person just told me they hated that person. But when they met up, they were like, hi, friend. Hi, friend. And I'd be yeah. all, oh, mm. I get it. Like, yeah, you just pick those things it up. It feels very fake thing. Yeah. yeah. It feels very contrived. Yeah. It, it does. It's your alarm off. Or I got to like, tell everybody, though, if you've never had a job working at a large place where that kind of thing is forced on you, I do suggest it because coming out of it. You learn so much, even positive stuff. I've made friends there that I'm still friends with, but you learn all of the idiosyncrasies of people that even later on a phone you can pick up on. And it, it, it was uh, highly educational, even though there were times where I was like, man, I fucking hate it. I learned a shit ton from both of Absolutely. my big jobs, HP and this other yeah. one, where I was like, oh man, I, I know how to get through something where I've seen friends get fired or friends completely have not a nervous breakdown, but like they just, they couldn't figure out what was going on because they didn't know how to parse all these weird communication styles from people or some homeschooled person who's never had to be in a group. Right. And they yeah. come into a group of six people and their brain, you can watch their brain shut down because too many people are giving them input yeah. and they're like, <laughs> yeah. And you're all, uh Oh, this person's, this person's yeah. got too much input. Anyway, yeah. that'll be it for us. Thank you very much. If you got this far, hashtag friend. If you didn't get this far, you won't hear this part. <laughs> Give it a thumbs up on iTunes, Twitter, whatever, wherever you are. Share it. Peace out, everybody, and have an awesome week. Bye-bye. Later.